It's that time of year. Again. It's that time. Well, it's that time every. It's that time two years, but it's the best time every four years because the Winter Olympics is the best Olympics. The Winter Olympics are don't even touch the Summer Games. I, I want. Give me. Look. <laughs> there's no head-to-head competition. There absolutely is. No, there's not. There's downhill skiing. Okay. Yes. There's like five things. You're talking about. Okay. So when I'm you say head-to-head, you mean on the up. same. Track at the same time, affecting the game not together, okay. not just yeah. There's a lot of that. You go, it's all judge. There's sports. slalom and there's it's all judge sports. People that aren't even participating decide on the winner. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. I get your argument against that, but I think the sports in general are better in the Winter Olympics, and I think it's more fun to watch. No I'm all about the Summer Games, dude. I really like watching track and field. Not a big fan of gymnastics, uh, swimming. If Michael Phelps was swimming, I'll watch but it. But mostly no. But mostly no. Uh, fucking team handball, pretty good. Water polo, pretty good. Beach volleyball, pretty good. Golf, pretty good. Basketball, pretty good. I mean, the Summer Olympics has a lot, but it doesn't have like the, it doesn't have bobsledding, luge, and all the bobsledding, luge. It does have skeleton. It doesn't have the danger effect of the Winter Olympics. The win, yeah, that is that is true. But the the Winter Olympics, there's more at stake body wise. But I don't give a shit about that. I mean, think about I it. Usually, like, in those cases, I usually root for people to lose. So, like, if I watch the Winter Olympics, I'm just rooting for crashes. Yeah, but think about it. The Winter Olympics, or the any pretty much any event in the Summer Olympics, you could just train until the day comes. The Winter Olympics, you're training where you could get hurt at any time. Yeah. As well. And you're, you know, performing the most difficult stunts in the world. And so... The danger factor is better, and I just I, the sports it's are better. Every, I am biased because I snowboard. Every sport in the Winter Olympics is just a niche sport that, like, if you haven't been a part of it your whole life, like, you just like, a lot of people ski. Yeah, but not and as a lot many of black people, people ski. Run. Not huh? as many people who run and throw and jump. I get that. Like that's like that's the idea of the Olympics is to be the best in the world, and I get that they're the best in the world, but they're the best in the world of the people that have the opportunity to even do. Like, where the fuck do you learn how to luge? Where do you learn how to luge? Okay, so is it possible that you like the games more just because you understand them? Maybe, but like when I was watching the halfpipe today, I was getting jacked about the runs. Like they were doing some sweet runs. Yeah. But every time they crashed, I got way more excited than when they landed their tricks. Yeah, well, and I would agree with that. If I didn't snowboard, I'd be rooting for the crashes as well. I like seeing the tricks because, like, I'll, I know I'll never do when them. When that guy walked across the Grand Canyon, I was rooting for him to fall. If you I, unnecessarily go out of like your way to risk death, yeah, I'm rooting against you. I don't know. I. I want the guy with balls to make it happen. So I don't care. He's got no brains. We don't need him repopulating. I don't know. He was the son of a son of a wire walker, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and look how far he's gone. Yeah, now he's got TV. The whole family's made money off oh of it. Oh, my God. Look, Join a do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your That's life. That's what they say. So, 
Same goes for the Olympics, except for the Olympics, they make zero money. And like, a lot of those cost a lot of money. Yeah. Like, the snowboarding and skiing and everything, those world championships are literally held all over the world, and every year it changes. Yeah. Like, you have to be able to afford to go do that kind of shit. Do they have to pay for their own tickets? Oh, yeah. But do they get lodging? I don't know. I Seems like they wouldn't just provide lodging for everybody. Yeah, pretty, like... It's probably all or nothing. No wonder Nambia doesn't send very many people. Yeah, I mean... Is it because they don't have the athletes? I think not. No. I think it's because they just can't afford to get them there. Yeah. That's a crying shame. It goes for the Congo. You know how many of those people could probably run like a fucking bitch? Not like a bitch. Like a... I was could run really fast. I was watching speed skating today, and that's exciting. Speed skating's cool. It hasn't been popular since Apollo Ono, though. Yeah, but... USA! Uh, and there, a crash could result in death to someone. I like watching that because I want to see somebody's fingers get cut off. Yeah, or something. Pretty bad. There's a babe from Britain right now uh, in the 2018 Olympics. Pyeongchang. Thanks for clarifying. Pyeongchang. This is the most racist Olympics ever. Just because I love saying Pyeongchang. And I think everybody else does too. I think so. And is it racist? No! Pyeongchang. How do they say it? Basically like that. How do you say Pyeongchang? <laughs> like if you say it like a real fucking English idiot, not English, American idiot. Pyeongchang. Fucking love Green Day. Um, <laughs> th- then it sounds even worse. Pyeongchang. Yeah. Pyeongchang. 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 Look, I think we all can agree that's saying it the allegedly racist way, which I would disagree with. If you go to any country, if it's you go culture. to any country, they appreciate if you try to learn their language. Yeah. All the Mexican guys on the farm love if you make an effort. Especially if you call it Mexico instead of Mexico. Mexico. Like, oh yeah, for they, sure. That, they like that. Yeah, that's not bien. Yeah, fuck. Um, and so it, I would assume, just assuming here, that. Uh, those Koreans love to hear Pyeongchang. 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 What so, were, what were we the Olympics. We, oh, we were talking about the hot chick from Britain. Oh, yeah. Have you noticed all the babes that are into curling? There are a lot of babes like, in curling. what the fuck? Dude, curling chicks fuck. Yeah, apparently. They're not a throw Dude, all the sure. Olympians fuck. Like, it's yeah. a well-known fact Olymp- that they just go out and fucking bang. That's why I gotta spend the next two years really training a badminton. Is that right? Yeah, I'm gonna get in a fucking Olympic orgy, dude. We could fit that in your guys' backyard, couldn't we? It's downhill. It's downhill. We can still go to Russell's house. We don't have to alienate Russell's house. Oh, that's true. It'll be nice in the summertime. It will be nice in the summertime. Summertime and the living's easy. Alright. That's a little too far away yet. That is, fuck, that's a long ways away. All right, you put your best summer Olympic sport, just one single event, and I'll give you my best winter event. We'll see which one we think is better. You gotta make an argument for it, and I know that all the, the people out there are gonna weigh in on Twitter. We're looking forward to it. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem with this argument is because the highlight of the Winter Olympics is probably cooler than the Summer Olympics. Okay. But it's not as deep of a pool very top heavy the winter games I would theoretically agree that it's top heavy but I don't know I'd have to look at the events side by side and really okay, but make I'll, a judgment okay, I'll, okay so one event one event speaking of the microphone I think it's going to be controversial okay. but I'm going to go with the 100 meter dash 100 meter dash is it's good. literally just Usain Bolt 
running faster than anyone has ever ran before. Yeah, so and like, what's the lay, fun then? And like laying up. What's up? It's still fun to watch Tom I, Brady. It's still fun to watch I agree. Phelps. I agree, but It was still fun then, to watch Tiger Woods. Like, you want to see if someone can beat him. And they just never true. can. You do no want to see if someone can beat him. Can. I feel like somebody broke the record, but maybe I'm, God damn. I don't think so. I'm probably wrong. Um, I would say 100 meter dash. Alright, I would say... So, a lot of lame fucking folks would say figure, figure skating. skating. That's because it gets the most ratings. Yeah. And the Canadian team who danced to Oye Como Va and Hotel California, I heard, were fantastic. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? that? Yeah. Um, Canadians once in a while, you get it right. Shania Twain, Ryan Reynolds, <sighs> get a couple good ones. For every Ryan Reynolds, though, there's a Justin Bieber. Well, that's true. I don't think that's true. I feel like there's a lot more Justin Bieber's. Well, there's only one of each, so. Yeah, but Justin Bieber types. There's, there's a lot more Justin Bieber There's just types. a lot more fucks. Yeah. Really, um, just geriatric fucks. So, it's the uh, <laughs> specific, it's definitely not as just general as yours, but uh, the men's downhill snowboard with that, uh, the one that Re- uh, Red Gerard won. Yeah. You That whole course is fucking sick to watch because there's so many different paths the borders can take and they just they're insane now in terms of their talent yeah dude at 17 it's crazy what Ah, next Sean White next Sean White does that speak to the validity of the sport if a 17 year old stoner bro is the best in the world I hear what you're saying but I would say it still speaks to that it takes a lot of talent I mean obviously it does Um, clearly you're that's a sport where you could put in the work every day and get there whereas you know the other sports you know, you're not able to get it. You can be day. born fast. You can be born fast, be born tall. This is just some any idiot can learn to be the best in the in the world, which sounds bad. It is bad, but but it's not. Yeah, it is That's because cool. it means that it's it's over the entire spectrum of people in proximity to a mountain, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, but theoretically, theoretically, uh, so I don't know. I, I do agree with you a little bit that, you know, it seems kind of not as cool that somebody younger can just learn how to do it really just quickly. Kick the shit. But Sean White's 31 and still kicking ass. Yeah, and do you know how pissed I get watching like eight year old Asian kids shred the guitar? No. They're everywhere. They can fucking shred. They play way better than I can. Can they play anything of their own? Maybe that's where they're. Maybe that's where I have the leg up on them. But maybe not. Maybe they're just better than me in every way, <laughs> and they're eight years old. Did you hear that Katie Cure? I don't know if it's Katie Couric or Keurig. I think it's, Keurig. I think it's Katie Keurig, Katie Keurig. with the K-Pods. Um, her tits. I don't think it was her, actually. But someone got in trouble for saying that South Korea looks up to Japan as, like, role models. Are they like shorter? Tech or? world or something. And they got in trouble for that. Like, they had to apologize. Like, what the North fuck? Korea? No, South Korea. No. It's just like, why? Who the fuck cares? I mean, it is just our ignorance to assume things like that, but who gives a shit? I know, but like, I don't know why we have to be so Conscious. hard on everybody's ignorance. Yeah. Because unless you could tell that it's willful, willful, willful ignorance. Yeah. But like, everybody's ignorant to some things. Yeah. Like, 
you gotta no have a little you, bit of yeah there's no way you fucking know everything yeah unless you're us yeah, well but there's only two good time buzz. yeah yeah and like it's gotta be so hard to be diplomatic across every single nation in the world well yeah you're at the everybody Olympics, has different customs and you're just trying to pull tidbits out of the air about yeah. this country that how do you remember people's names heard of names like so Shinzo Abe is pretty easy but like other Asian countries or like African countries maybe with like pretty complicated names yeah or just like names that aren't common in America I'm not saying they're worse I don't, I don't I shouldn't have to say that they but, are like, worse though. America, A, easy as fuck. Yeah. And B, it's like meaty. They're definitely, yeah, it's America. meaty. America. It's, it's America. No, I'm talking about like people's names. Oh, fuck. Like. They're definitely worse. Uh, what was, what was the old African? So obviously there's Gaddafi. Yeah. Momad Gaddafi or whatever. Uh. Moma. Whatever. Yeah, Gaddafi. Um, Momar Gaddafi. Momar Gaddafi. Momar Gaddafi. You talk about old Momar? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna Momar? try to take over the world one day. Momar Gaddafi. You're. <laughs> and I was about to make the worst pun of all time. Hey, you're gonna. <laughs> okay, I can't say it. <sighs> it it didn't have the rhythm that I thought it was going to when I started to say. It. You know when that happens? Was it a play on Murmur? It was a play on Gaddafi. Oh. And. Like, kids would tease him in school by saying your Gaddaf flies down, and then when he would look down, they'd flick him in the nose. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, I couldn't, it's hard to, Gaddaf fly is pretty hard to say off the, off the cusp. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's dead. So he fuck is him. dead. Um. Is that who, uh, oh, Hillary killed? Omar Gaddafi? I think he just died. Oh. I don't know that for sure, I, don't I know think my he world, just died. I don't know my world history, so. Well. In the past, I forgot about it. You don't learn from the past. You know, you're doing to repeat it. You don't learn from History Channel. You're doing, you're doing to, to repeat, repeat History, history Channel. Channel. So anyways, the Olympics. Uh, America's, America's going to take uh, the most. It's gold. impressive how we always win the most golds and the most medals overall. No, it's not. We're the most free. No, we're not. Yeah, well, I mean, we are. Kind of, but not really. Well, it depends in what way. Yeah, but like Norway's way more free. They have way less people in prison. I think they have to shut down prisons. I'm not talking about that kind of freedom. Well, yeah, but not. that's free. That's ultimate freedom. Like they. I know, but okay. So yeah, there's probably a lot of prisoners that could probably do pretty well in the Olympic Games. Let's face it, a lot of them can run fast. That's how they got away. Exactly. Well, no, it's not. That's the how they fastest got. ones. Are fastest right. ones are in the Olympics. The fastest they got away. ones are in the Olympics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so. That's not what I meant, though. Like, in America, you're free to try anything. Like, you can seek out the best coaches. You can move anywhere. Uh, you aren't... We do have a... We have extra income we have because... We a chunk of land. Like, most other countries, if you don't have a mountain in your country, you don't have a mountain in your country. Yeah. But we have, like, multiple... Not a lot of African snowboarders. We have a fuckload of land that most other countries do not have. Yeah. Fuck. Well, we just have... Like by being like a country Russia has that can, a lot of land, but it's worthless. Yeah, you can't do anything with it. Yeah, and so that's why America, I think, and I mean Canada's another. I mean, not as big a winner, but you know they're. And we have the best researchers. 
Exactly. We spend the we probably spend the most money on fucking pointless shit like sports. Americans invented the internet. Other than so, soccer, like, I guess, in other places. Americans invented the internet, right? Uh, allegedly, I kind of think it was aliens. Well, it definitely could have been. It definitely wasn't. Those Al guys Gore. might it be. It definitely aliens. was not Al Gore. It definitely was not Al Gore. No. Fucking idiot. So liberal. Uh, um. <laughs> What's more exciting, Olympic soccer or World Cup soccer? World Cup soccer. Easy. That's how not exciting the Olympics are. I do like the idea of figuring out who the best in the world is, but on the whole general scale. Well, it's because it's just throwing with Olympic everything else. Man. But when you make it the sole thing, it makes it pretty exciting. Yeah. What were we just talking about before that? The Olympics. Pyeongchang. 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 <laughs> what do we got coming up on the show, Kevin? Oh, shit. Pyong Chang. Uh, we are doing a 20th episode uh, highlights. My, my, my. Hi highlights episode because let's let's be honest, this is probably the longest we've ever stuck to anything. This is probably the longest. Other than music for you. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the longest. So we're going to pat ourselves on the back we're pat ourselves after on the 20 back. episodes. We earned it. We earned it. Uh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to hit some of our favorite topics. Uh, we're gonna hit on our very first topic, aliens versus Bigfoot. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm pumped about that one. I'm first episode. It's been a long time. It's been a while. I've been wanting to it's talk. Been a minute. I fucking love aliens versus Bigfoot. It has been a minute. Uh, we're gonna talk millennials. Ooh yeah. God, got some more shit to say about those fuckers. Us fuckers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely us. Uh, we're gonna talk about parenting. Oh, always we're fun. Dive back into that one. Uh, we're gonna have a couple songs from our musical guest Austin B. Sweeney. We're back for the twentieth. We've back had him on a couple 20th. times. Yeah. Winning Romans. Winning Romans. Um, we're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna draw back in on the multiverse theory. That's gonna be a little bit of fun. Ooh, multiverse. And uh, we're gonna talk about uh, cell phones. The episode is from. Oh, from Sunday at the Masters. That's right. All right, that makes sense. So uh, yeah, we got those oh, coming up. And. We're gonna tell you guys about our oh. our recent trip report. We uh, we took some shrooms at a cabin. At the old we'll, cabin. Uh, allegedly, we'll tell you about it uh, coming up later uh, after the break. Not after the break, but it's coming up eventually. Are you sick and tired of Los Border Patrol kicking you over the border like a flat soccer ball so you can no longer provide for your familia? Well, you don't have to worry no mas. Thank the Lord for slippery immigrants. Hi, I'm millionaire and entrepreneur Buck White. When I went into NBC Shark Tank with my small tech startup, I was mocked and laughed at and everybody immediately went out. But for these hard-working Mexicans, I am Mr. Wonderful. Huh? What do you think went out, Cuban? At least they don't have to swim. This here's Pablo. He's our first customer. Yo soy Juan Pablito Dinero Trabajo Miguel Especial. Senor White is a good hombre, and his technique is pretty easy. He takes a 50-gallon barrel full of 30-way motor oil, dips you in it, and slides you all the way to Los Angeles. With our patented design, it allows users to slip out of the clutches of board control. And if you get wet crossing the river, it makes you an even slipperier immigrant, free of charge. Sleepery immigrants. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking our very first topic from our very first episode, Aliens versus Bigfoot. Now, we kind of went back and forth on how we should kind of revisit this because, you know, what new UFO evidence is there? Any new Bigfoot Any sightings? New Bigfoot evidence? I would really like to know if there are new Bigfoot sightings. Why is there never Bigfoot news? God, that's a real disappointment. I know, like, the most recent one was that one, like, when I lived at the place to be in Corvallis. That guy, that guy said they were going to have a Bigfoot reveal. Yeah, because he said he shot him. Yeah. Well, I watched some show on, like, Discovery Channel or something, like, right after that, where it turned out to be that guy. I didn't even know when I was watching it. And it's like, yeah, no, you got, like, a bear or, like, yeah, some it was other just, thing. Yeah, like, hoax. Yeah, like, I really... I don't know. Every single day that goes by, I don't doubt aliens. But every day that goes by, I doubt Bigfoot a little bit more. Yeah. I still want to believe, but I really believe that aliens exist. At this point, I have to convince myself Bigfoot's out there. Yeah. And that's disappointing. I mean, it makes sense. See, that's what we're doing. It makes sense that he could be out there. Yeah. But, and a lot of people have seen him, but somehow with camera phones and trail cams... That are motion sensor. They're everywhere. Yeah. You're telling me we still can't get a Bigfoot? I just love how convinced those people on finding Bigfoot are. I know. That every time they see something, it's got to be a Bigfoot. One of the most famous uh, cryptozoologists, Dr. Dr. Jeff Meldrum. Oh, yeah. Jeff. Um, out of the Mel- University. Jeffy Mel? I think he's out of the University of Idaho. Definitely. But he's on nearly every like Bigfoot show. They consult the scientists. He's been on Joe Rogan once. But it was in response to his Joe Rogan questions, everything about Bigfoot. How did he get uh, that gig? How did he become the Bigfoot go-to guy? He's a professor. So, I mean, I think he just leads the research. Or at least to some degree. Does he believe in Bigfoot? Is that what you're going Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. And he looks really similar to my Grandpa Bob. There you go. So... He's got that going for him. That's how that might also be how I... He's got that going for him. Also might be how I remember him so well. Yeah. It's because he looks like him. But... I, uh, yeah, I, he's in a lot. He's in two or three separate Monster Quest episodes. They're pretty good ones, though. They go to, like, a remote cabin, and the way they shoot it in, like, night vision, it's like, oh, something's throwing rocks at us. Is it a Bigfoot? Probably not. There, They claim there was something throwing rocks. If there was something throwing rocks that wasn't them, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. But the idea that they had hoaxed it is obviously, you know, Pretty likely, yeah. But like when you're watching, it's still pretty goddamn entertaining. It also it also doesn't bode much confidence that like every like convincing bit of Bigfoot evidence always comes back as a hoax. Yeah, I know. There's like nothing convincing out there other than people just have stories that they can tell you, and there's no evidence. It's no different than people telling you why they believe in God. People, yeah. People have footprints, find footprints, but that's obviously yeah, Well, easy people find the Mother Mary in a tortilla. That's true, and she that saves a lot of people. Yeah. Goddamn tortillas. I do like when people find religious 
like faces in things. It's, it's awesome. Like, chill out. And man. like people show up to like pay homage to it. Yeah. I like that. It's like really you're gonna fucking bow down to this piece of toast right now, dude. Hey, you know, you don't know for sure. Yeah, but I don't think God's. I mean, I don't think so. Is a piece of toast. I know it's just like how. What if you ate it? What point? Yeah. What point are these people at in their lives where they go? Yes, I think that's a sign from God. Like I can understand if like big events or like something that like really resonates, but it's kind of intangible, but it's not like a piece of toast. But like to you, it has real meaning. I can totally understand how people say they have a religious experience from that, or they they felt touched by an angel or some shit like that. I totally you know believe that for people, but the toast. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. I understand yeah. the other thing. I don't understand. You think anyone's ever? What been, is that going to accomplish? You One person ever been converted to religion because of like a piece of toast, because they they interpreted something as. There are seven, there are like 7.3 billion reasons for me to think, probably. Oh my god, man. I mean, not 7.3 billion, 7.3 billion minus two. You and I, of course. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen. We don't judge. It's going to take more than a piece of toast to get me to firmly believe in God. Yeah, but the toast is, you know, that's a big step. It is a huge step. A huge step, a little bit of butter. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you that. So. I wonder what it would take. Because like right now, I pretty I pretty much would say I hundred percent don't believe in God. Like it's very slim. I may believe in like something, but I definitely don't believe in. You don't believe in the Christian God any, or any religion. Any God. religions God. Yeah. Okay. It's just like the universe has a way. I think. But I think the universe has. A, there's just so many New parallels yeah. and weird. The universe weird has a, the, the universe has a way, but I wonder what it would take for me to just like all of a sudden like. Something had something happened to me, and I just all of a sudden like, oh yeah, God did that for me, and then I just became a religious person. I wonder what that would take. Um, I think it would. I don't think it's the event so much as where you're at in your life. Okay, but what if I said if God was real, there would be a meatball sandwich in front of me, and I'm at this exact point in my life, and a fucking meatball sandwich appears in front of me. That's that's a hundred percent the event. That would be pretty impressive. Well, maybe like, you should get married, and that would happen. As for a sandwich, you shall receive. That's true. That's what women gotta, do. That's why I gotta give myself a woman. Maybe that's Ladies. God's way. Of, maybe that's God's way of putting a woman in my life. Maybe it is. I ask for a sandwich. The Lord works in mysterious he does ways. Work in mysterious ways. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy so, shit. Here's the title. I. I'm just pretty agnostic on a lot of things. Yeah. Prove it to me. And it's it's wishy-washy, but it's like, why does the universe have to prove to you that something exists or doesn't exist? Yeah. Maybe it's just ambiguous, much like aliens and Bigfoot. Maybe it's just ambiguous. Yeah. And you'll never actually find out, uh, you know, until you die or until you never find out because you just die and that's it. Oh, that'd be fun. But... That'd be, that'd be the end of a real sick trip is you just die and that's yeah. it. So, alright. I'm down with quick. Yeah. I mean, but that's not that bad either. Mm-mm. Like, because you won't be aware. You're not aware. Mo- if you're not dreaming, you're not aware when you're sleeping. But when you're dreaming, what is that? But what I was, <laughs> but, but what I was going to say is my problem with the people who it's not a problem. It's a completely it's, it's a completely valid point of view, which I have had 
at certain times myself that in this like very life. that like in this very life wow. that like logically it can't be explained therefore God. nothing nothing like you're you live you die nothing and I know that because there's no God because uh, there's we you know evolved and but it's like we only can't see anything that could potentially be there based on what we built so far we only recently just came into the internet like very recently in human history so recently it's the blink of an eye For that me, we came up with the internet when I was younger I mean we used to go to youth group and shit part of it was hanging out with our friends and the chicks and part of it was because it was youth group and it was fun but um, mostly the chicks mostly the chicks but I remember thinking back then like that was when I first started to get in my file if one if one of these stories in this book can be proven false and that means theoretically any of them could yeah and then like to me so many of them had been proven false that I was just like none of these hold true for sure but what is true that the earth didn't flood and nobody built up but that's the thing that's the thing you're taking it based on the version that a very simple a very simple not nuanced version of the Bible that we were all fed like there's a complete like it's a complete narrative but there's there's universal truths within some of the stories it's not it's not about the story itself it's about the truth beneath like be good to other people yeah obviously no but I know but so what is true those are some of the most universal truths to every human that's ever lived so in a way it rings yeah, true much like Buddhism rings true but they're claiming that one guy died for the same that's of, one interpretation I mean yeah but that's the, what they hang their hat on I'm not, that's what the evangelical Christians hang their hat on yeah. there are a number of Christian denominations that don't believe in hell so yeah, but there's not they're not in the majority Kevin they're not in the majority based like, on what we see yeah now or in, in, the, in, Ameri- or in the world not in the world in, in America this is definitely no evangelical Evangelical Christianity is completely Western American based. Really? It is completely different from a what it originated from well, and from what right? it is. What didn't it originate from Catholicism? No, hmm. Catholicism. Well, no, I mean Jesus was there before Catholicism, and he started Christianity. But I'm not sure exactly the timelines, but yeah. Yeah. But the point is, and then around the world, there are so many different facets of Christianity that we, and it took me a long time to finally figure this out, but the Christianity that we've been fed is such a sliver, nom, 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 nom. sliver, a sliver of what like the whole story is. Yeah, but I think it's still play out bullshit. Hmm? I think it's still play out bullshit, other than the lessons that it teaches you. But I yeah. think you could teach those lessons without religion, and you'd be fine as well, as long as you, as long as you pass those lessons on somehow. But that's the thing: is you need somebody has to pass it on. And so, if yeah. you if you have well, a religion book, was the easiest religion was the easiest way to do that. But at this point, religion is now holding us back rather than moving us forward. I think the people are holding us back. Yeah. I think the people because who the, practice the religion are holding us back. Well, if the religion you, if you, is not if you, us back. if you gotta be, if you hardcore practice religion, it's, for certain people it has to it has to affect your logical thinking. What? Like if because if you just believe all these things because someone tells you they're true, that means that you probably do that with more things in life than just that. 
I would agree, but I think that's I think that's not a full look at people who are religious. No, I know. I'm not saying 100% that's all of them. But you have to admit that if like if you're willing to get I do admit that. We agree yeah, on that. Yeah. So I feel like at that point at that for that reason, the way that they the way that religion certain religions teach you not to question things is definitely a hindrance on humanity. I agree. Because if that's what you're the core that you're learning and you're learning not to question, that's not good. But But that's not my necessarily question is, on the religion as much as the teachers. Yeah, is it not the but, teachers? But that's how it can be it's very easy to interpret it that way. Oh totally. So I mean, But that's because it was written in English after being translated. translated. We're just talking about the Bible. It's been translated Anything, so many times. Yeah. Over so many years. Like And I've said it many times and I'm Again, I'm I'm agnostic on most things, but I see the validity, and I'm uh, I really appreciate I think what they offer. I've kind of gotten gotten past some of my anger about how it screwed me over when I was younger. <laughs> but uh, where was I going with this? Hell, probably. Probably. Um, I'll see you oh. there, though. <laughs> God damn it! Whoop. <laughs> I don't. Know. I guess I won't remember, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it was important. Yeah, you lost another one. Just lost another one. Barely. What are you going to do? God made weed, and weed makes you forget. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. I mean, maybe God I made I love weed. yelling that because it's so true, yet so offensive. Yeah. Yet just so, it's such a pure statement. So, but there's another, uh, like, example of how, like, he just made Adam and Eve. It wasn't a commentary. He just made Adam and Eve. You know why? Because if he made Adam and Steve, there couldn't be any more people. There could be no so he, more people. He had to make a man and a woman. But yeah. just because he made a man and a woman wasn't a statement on I don't like gay people. Yeah. But the certain people who read it that way go, he made them for a reason. One man, one woman. Ephesians. He also said don't eat shellfish. So Well, yeah, so I mean if you're allergic. Pretty sure there's I think there, di- there did have something to do with like no getting tattoos, no yeah. mixed linens. It's easier for a man to fit through the eye. Of an, or there were different types of tattoos that the back then than like tattoos people yeah. get now. I've heard that argument before. Again, I'm not necessarily arguing for no, it. I know, but like it's just I'm because I I've had I had all the same arguments that you did, and then once I looked in, it's like. Yeah, I mean, that's an argument, but that's also an argument just based on how somebody interpreted it. And it doesn't necessarily that's, mean yeah, that it's a hard and fast weasel, rule. That's how they weasel out of every argument. Like, well, that's just how you interpret it. I agree, but that doesn't make it not true. But it makes it probably wrong. It, well, yeah, because there's a million interpretations for anything. That's what makes the world itself, aliens, Bigfoot, the Bible, that's what makes it all so confusing and just, like, crazy is that the world just happens... And each person has their completely different interpretation as to what is going on. And no control over anything that happens. Yeah, and nobody actually knows the full truth. So that is why when it comes to religion, aliens, and Bigfoot. And football. And football. I choose to say I'm very fascinated by these things. And I am open to whatever happens. But I do not have the answers but I'm going to I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, I mean that's football. That's football. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you can spend your life chasing it. Yeah, but like, the I answer, I, if they haven't got the answer yet, they're probably not going to get the answer. However much I don't believe in God or whatever religion, unified religion, whatever, I don't, I don't see the point in fighting it. Yeah. Like if I'm in a com- I'm, I'm in a place and somebody brings that up, I'll go with it. Yeah. I pretend to be religious at work all the time because it doesn't affect me, and I know that it makes them happier, and I, I don't give a shit. And who are these people that like? Somebody says something like Christian to them, or God bless you, or Merry Christmas, and they're like, "Don't do it." Like, oh, I'm atheist. And it's like, uh, you're a cunt. Yeah. You're not an atheist. Atheists are not just atheists are not mean people. You're no. a cunt. Yeah, you're just a dick. Like a, a, any regular atheist, theoretically, you is just like, yeah, you either go along with it or not. You're just a cunt. Yeah, like just don't make Merry a, fucking Christmas. Don't don't try to fight people over nothing. Yeah, no, those are uh, those are not my kind of people. But also, neither are the kind of people that try to force religion on you. Oh, I agree. Again, like, my uh, my grandfather is a traveling preacher. He's very famous in Pakistan. Yeah, well, they love him over there in the door. Um, and he's a he's a numbers guy. He's a you know, you convert you know as many people as you can, rather and you know just like go up to people on the street, and start praying for them, and like it's totally his style, and you know not my style. Not my style. Um. But, uh, you know, it, it obviously, it's got to work a little bit because why would you keep doing it if it never works? He's been doing it for, you know, his entire life. He was like a bush pilot in you remember Africa. Miss Bach? Bob. No, Miss Bach. Oh, Miss Bach. Yeah. With the with the thigh-high boots and the in high school. Thick calves. Thick, thick fucking calves. calves. Holy shit, she, she was very German. She used to come to my house and read literature. To my mom, trying to get her on the fucking like Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness, Witness type deal. Yeah, yeah, like that old diet plan. Say what you want about Christians, but they only really implore people to go do it. The Jehovah's Witness, the Mormons, make them do it. Like that just sounds way worse. Um, there are definitely kookier religions than Christianity, that's for sure. Yeah, but it's pretty dumb. Well, they're all just their own thing, and Christianity seems less kooky to us because we grew up with it. Yeah. If we grew up elsewhere, we'd think, oh, yeah, Hindu, yeah, thousand million gods, fuck yeah. Shiva, Kamini, Samakana, Pram. That's more likely. Than that there's God. like a million gods? Yeah. There's, so I've told you about the uh, country musician, musician Tyler Childers. Yeah. Sturgill produces album. So, he, yeah, so he's in got this song. In a year and a half, I'll give him a listen and turn it out. There you go, just like Jason Isbell. Um, But he's got a song called Born Again, and you think it's going to be super religious. And it goes from like the birth of man to, you know, kind of present day, or birth of man to kind of an ethereal. And then at the very end, it's once I was and you were too, and we were both the word of truth. We built this world together with a loud and mighty bang. Uh... And then we came up with this game we play called Being Born Again. And it's like, that's a pretty interesting little theory too. Like, cause technically we are all our own gods. Yeah. Like everybody is God over their own life. Yeah. And that's why some people submit to a higher power. Because honestly, if you're just slave to yourself for a lot of people, that's pretty dangerous. Like, 
you don't want to be your own boss. If you have a boss, you, a lot of people would rather yeah. have somebody give them guidelines to live by. Mm-hmm. Then, but the point is, everybody is God over their own life, and so serves to think that it's possible since there is theoretically a global consciousness that maybe we all just bang let's do it again and it just happens over and over or some other sort of reincarnation reincarnation makes a bit of sense the whole album's awesome it's called purgatory check it out sounds like Austin, obviously I'll fucking eventually do it but I'm also telling ladies and gentlemen to check it out it might take a while like Jason Isbell did but uh you working like a Tractor, mostly you can't buy the album and just listen to it I, one day. Today, when I was riding around on the four wheeler, it's all I listened to. Well, there you go. But uh, I was just high as fuck in my house listening to music. Saturday, no one was in town, everyone was busy, so I was just at home and I worked all day, so I was tired. I was not gonna like try to find plans, uh, I wasn't gonna try to make plans with someone else, but so whatever. I just listened to music and I was like, I guess I'll put Jason and Isbell on. And the first song I listened to was Traveling Alone. It's a good song. And it, I obviously it fucking hooks you right in. Yeah. And then I listened to like uh, Alabama Pines, uh, Something More Than Free. Just like Something More Than Free is a great song. Just his YouTube hits. Yeah. And then eventually I just went on my phone and started listening to his albums. It's just like, fuck, dude. Every single song is so good. He's crazy good. I was actually playing some of his songs before he got here. Yeah. Because he's, he, he's fun to like sing too. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyways, Aliens versus Bigfoot. Uh, aliens are still definitely real. Bigfoot gets shadier day by day. Day by day, and it's a bummer. So, uh, next topic. <laughs> millennials. Fucking Damn millennials. Winning fucking snowboarding gold medals. Yes. Fuck. Did you see that one of them tweeted about being hangry? The girl tweeted about being hangry. Okay. And... The guy, even though Ray, hangry is the new word in the Oxford dictionary, yeah, no, I know. Webster's. Yeah, she tweeted about being hangry okay. and read overslept because he was binge watching something on Netflix or something and then forgot his jacket, had to borrow someone else's. Wait, uh, say it again. He overslept his alarm. Who tweeted the girl? What girl? The girl that won gold for America. I don't know. Oh, you didn't say that part. That's what I was talking about. I was talking about the two kids that won gold for America. Okay. The girl, I don't know. Oh, you're talking about Red Gerard when he said he overslept, forgot his jacket, said fuck it. Yeah. Said fuck on live TV. Yeah. And then won gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other girl tweeted about being hangry. They're just a bunch of little fucking tarred kids. We're millennials too, though. Slinging gold. Dude, millennials go up to people in their 30s. Millennials, yeah. Millennials started like 85. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, we're right in the meat of it. Like, don't get fucking lumped into that. I mean, I... Here's the deal. Millennials offer a lot of good things, too. Obviously. Like, I love the 90s kid nostalgia shit. I really enjoy it. We've done an episode on it. We've done a big topic on it. The younger generations are always better than the old people think they are, obviously. Because they just don't get it. We're also pretty shitty. Well, yeah, we're ungrateful. But they are definitely But we're ungrateful because we've been given everything. Yeah. But we're we're more accepting. We're more open. We're more... Like, we're, we're... We're accepting to a fault, though. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, it's better than fucking hating everyone. It is nice that they're it's pretty socially conscious. It's better than hating everyone it that's is, different than It you. is very nice that, like, socially conscious, always recycle, let's but, save the planet. I really do dig that part of the millennial. But, like, they care about the planet. But they also just, like, don't give a shit about God, human interaction. They're total fucking yeah, faggots. Yeah, they just want to look at their phone and be on social media and... 
fucking play video games and not play defense on in basketball. I, There's no goddamn defense in sports anymore. No. Yeah. No, and if a dude says he's a feminist, it just means he wants to fuck you Every, by getting close yeah. to you. Don't kid yourself, ladies. No. Every guy. single guy wants to fuck you. Yeah, all the time. And once again, they don't. So you're welcome. 99.99, maybe not that much, but most dudes don't do it even though their mind and instincts and all of biology and years and years of evolution is telling them to, they don't. I was thinking about this today. Like at one point in time, men and women were obviously equal because there were no generals. We were just wild animals and men and women were equal. And eventually it got to this point which tells me that it's probably not meant to be fucking equal. Yeah. Nature, like, made it this way for a reason. Because it's easier for women and it's men are horny enough to do it. Yeah. Like, that's why it works this way. Yeah. Like, women are literally ruining it for themselves right now by trying to be equal to men. It's like, you don't realize how good you fucking have it. I know, like... You don't have to do anything. Companies are hiring less women because they're afraid of sexual harassment. Like... Yeah, it's like, just fucking live the dream. Just be hot enough so you don't have to work. That's the... That's every guy's dream. Yeah. And they're just Seriously, it sounds so sexist, but it doesn't matter because it's true. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it not sounds a, sexist to you, but it's not but sexist to, because it's assuming men and women are the women are the exact same. Yeah. Because if I had the ability to sleep my way to the top, I'd be king of the fucking world. Yeah. Like I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking. Oh, it makes me feel And that's that. the thing. Every guy feels that way. Every guy would. Yeah. That's the problem. And whatever happened to every single relationship ever, them going, he just doesn't understand me. Yeah. It's because you're a woman and he's a man and biologically and physiologically and psychologically, it's different. <laughs> and we don't want to understand you because if we understand you, we will probably fucking hate you. <laughs> Look, here's the deal. All men want to fuck you. If they <laughs> want it, but if he also wants to get to know you, if he cares about you as a person, that's how you know he's a keeper. Yeah. Like, that's... So, that's and, and outside of that metric, like, fuck yourself. Every guy, if every guy, if not every guy treats you like they want to get to know you, know that that guy still probably wants to fuck you. Yeah. 100%. Chicks don't get it, dude. No, and neither do millennials. Because they're on their Tinder apps. Again, this is us. I have Tinder. I have a Tinder, too. I love yeah. Tinder. Yeah. So, uh... He's going to be a degenerate on there if you want. But that's the problem. Yeah, but it's fun. But it's also great. But, yeah, I mean, like, where does that lead us? You know? Not anywhere good. Not anywhere good. The more we become estranged from each other, the more we go online, it manifests in in real life. It's not just, I'm on the internet or I'm on my phone at home. It manifests in how you react with people in real life. Why do you think people have anxiety when they have to go in public? Because... They're not used to it. it. Feel yeah. But like it, you, it, when we were growing up, like you just had to go out in public. Like, yeah. That's just what you had to do. Yeah. Because you couldn't fucking just get online and talk to people. Yeah. You if you didn't people. go out, like you didn't have friends. Yeah. Like, it's people call you to come out. If you don't go out with them, all right, then you don't have friends. You can't just go online and 
I'll just text Becky. Yeah, I'll just get on Xbox and play with this kid and fucking. Yeah, toss on my headset and start talking shit and eating fucking Cheetos. Yeah. That's a gross misgeneralization, but it's actually a gross reality. Yeah, fuck, I used to do it. That was fun as shit. Never. But, uh. I don't know, I've never been into it. In high school, dude, I used to love talking shit online. But I still also went out, we obviously went out and fucking did shit. Just like. Yeah. Every, well, we did it during our school time, so we didn't have to yeah. waste time after school. Yeah, I'm just like, We did all of our skipping, you know, that's not what I meant. Yes. But, fuck. Yeah, kids nowadays, there's so many options to not have to go out and meet anyone ever. There's apps now so that you can just email your grocery list to the grocery store. They'll pack it up for you and you buy it on the internet and then you just come pick it up. That's not a good side, but you know what is good? That's handy as fuck. And I would love really I would love to use that app. But like seriously you can't even handle going to the grocery store? I know. But I think here's my opinion. I could be wrong, but uh I think you actually I think not enough people put actual effort into not being sucked in. To all those things. I feel like a lot of people really don't. They don't put any effort into it. Everybody's on Snap. I mean, and I'm on all these things, but I, I at least try to make an effort. To I have to be force honest. myself to... Exactly. You have to force yourself. And other people yeah. don't even realize that, that if they it. tried to stop, they would have to force themselves. Because they just they don't pay attention to that. Yeah. And it, it doesn't bode well for the future because most people are that way. And now that everybody's filming their kids, which we'll, we'll get into parenting in a second... But now that everybody's Robot. filming their kids, like it's everybody's, mm, you know what I'm saying? Robots will take over the fucking world. 100%. Except, except, Mm-mm. I heard why Mm-mm. there's going to be a real issue. Mm-mm. I'll tell you why. They'll take over automation, and I'm not saying they won't take over the world, but I've heard a major roadblock that we actually touched on earlier. This, this is what made me think of it in the first place, or doesn't matter. The reason that you can't, that artificial intelligence does not work, and yet. In a, in a way that can be released to anybody and probably won't for a while is because of the infinite interpretations that the world has. So if you program a robot to do the, you know, whatever its thing is, it's going to do it a, you know, either the most efficient way, which could mean danger for people or since the earth, since living has infinite interpretations, there's no way to really program it. Yeah. So then it just fucking takes over. Exactly. So, but I don't think that there's a way to release something, at least not yet. They probably will and make a mistake. They're already making shit. Like, they made a dog, a robot dog, that got to a door, couldn't open the door, went and got another robot dog that had a fucking arm attached to it. That robot dog came over, fucking used its robot arm to open the fucking door and hold it open for the other dog to walk through. All fucking robots. That's not good. It's not great. It doesn't look good for us. Well, the, uh, the nice thing is I think you and I and honestly most of the millennials, probably all the millennials, will probably be gone from this earth yeah, we'll before it really gets thing, bad. We're on the nice. very cusp. Our kids of, might be fucked. Our kids totally could our be kids, fucked. Our kids will definitely be fucked. Yes. They're, well, because we're on the very cusp yeah. of like the giant technology boom that changed everything. Mm-hmm. We're on the very cusp. And so I feel like the really long-lasting damage, but it has sped up pretty shockingly, like how damaged everybody already is from having the internet. Really damaged goods. I mean, seriously, think about how damaged most people are. Uh, you know, other than people who have made money from the internet, which let's face it, it's not a huge percent of the no. population. Uh, 
unless you've made money off of it, the internet's really only been bad for you. You've been able to watch a few more TV shows. So the fuck what? What good is that for your life? Yeah. Maybe, I'm trying to think of like something beneficial you can get from the internet that you couldn't get in real life. WebMD. Everything leads to cancer. Yeah, that's not helpful. That just, that gives people more anxiety. Strike one. Um, hmm. Good things you get Neopets? from the internet. Neopets? Maybe. That's a real millennial Amazon? game. Amazon? Did you play Neopets? Yeah. Yeah. Amazon? Amazon? That's something you can go out and get in real life. Yeah, but you don't have to. I get that, but I'm just saying, okay, fine. In that, yeah, in that sense, I, it has made people's lives better. What can you get? Because if it was just that, people would still be doing everything else. And so I would, I would, you're probably right. That has not made people's lives worse. What else can you get from the internet? I would argue that like online, no, (laughs) online, uh, like Skype and shit. Like that's definitely nice. That's cool. Like people army can Skype. That's the problem though. It's good for people like that, but it also fucks the people who are getting fucked up by it. Cheat on their girlfriend or just people get sucked into like, that's the relationship you have is over Skype. So I take that one back. That one I think has made people's lives worse overall. I think it's made certain people like the army or yeah, just people in England. I don't know abroad. Fags. fags. Um, Unless you're from England, then you're cool. Yeah, but you smoke fags. Yeah, that's so, true. Smoke fags every day. Where uh, so, but I think I think if you took a full overall, the scales tip in negative for Skype for Skype. Oh, for Skype. Yeah. Um, Millennials don't, or the internet doesn't bring a lot. Online guitar lessons, that's kind of cool. You can get free lessons yeah. on the internet, which is incredible. That's pretty big, you but... You can learn but, anything. But you don't learn from somebody who can give you feedback. You could be practicing poorly the whole time and not really get any better. So I'd say that one's neutral because... You do have easier access to it, but if you went to a person, A, I think you invest more time into it, and B, I think you probably get a lot yeah, more value probably, overall. You'd probably learn faster for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Oh, I've spent a lot of time on Wikipedia. Yeah. But it's a huge time waster. Do I need to know that information? Probably not. Yeah, but... But I do... I have acquired so much useless knowledge that is really good for conversation. Like, and I think anybody who uses Wikipedia, well, really anybody who just, useless facts are useless, but they're good for conversation. I hate that Wikipedia is not allowed in schools and shit. I know. But that's, well, it has become more strict on who it can be edited by. Millennials also think that everyone wants to hear all their opinions all the time. Yeah, that's why we started a podcast. It's like, yeah, but like, most people don't. I know. If you can accept that, then it's okay. I know. But like the people that can't, that like get bummed that like they don't get likes on their social media posts and shit. Yeah. It's like I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, begging for attention is the number one way to not get people to like you. No shit. Like people that try too hard to be friends are the worst kind of people. Yeah. It's like mm, really, really not liking this guy. I like- overly nice is a real issue with. Overly people. nice is a problem. Yeah, and like, which is a bummer because I think of myself as a pretty nice guy. Yeah, but you're not overly nice in any. No, way. I know, but like, I think of myself as a nice guy, and I like people who are other nice people, but I do not want to hang out with them. 
the at all. niceness is like the number one. Even genuine niceness makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I think of myself as a nice person. I open doors for people, you know, whatever. I let people go instead of me taking time to cross the street. I think of myself as a relatively nice person. But actually hanging out with somebody who I genuinely thinks is a very nice person, like that is their core, makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I just... I'm not gonna they feel too genuine and I just kinda wanna bullshit yeah like I'm gonna compliment you but like not really like your sins this is a Doug Stanhope thing but your sins are way more interesting than your good things yeah okay I'm gonna see if, I'm gonna probably butcher his joke but it's it's pretty short so it's worth saying where he goes your sins are what make you interesting because let me ask you a question you wanna tell me what a nice Christian guy you are and how you go to church every day and say all the right words and never cuss and never had a drink in your life? Or are you the kind of guy who kick-fucked a girl with cerebral palsy? <laughs> How about each of you tell a story we'll see who draws a crowd. <laughs> and it's like, that's 100% true. Kick-fucked yeah. kick a girl with cerebral palsy. palsy. Only Doug Stanhope. Only Doug Stanhope. Pull off a line like, kick-fucked. Man, he's the best. So... And millennials would find that very offensive. That's another huge problem that millennials have. They're socially, they are socially conscious, but, but it makes them victim to the radical fault. left that yeah. tells them that your entire identity is your group identity rather than you as an individual. Yeah. Which a classical liberal, which I think you and I definitely are, 100%. is liberal. You are a classical liberal. Yeah, no, but I just like the yeah liberal, liberal fucking liberals. Term. Couple snowflakes just showed up. Liberal. Liberal. Uh, a classical liberal, which is, I don't give a fuck what skin color you are. Wh who are you as a person? Yeah. What do you do? What makes you interesting? If you're just a shitty person, I'm just going to dislike you no matter your color. If you're a white guy who's shitty, I hate you. If you're a black guy who's shitty, I hate you. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't get how everybody can't go, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. They go, no, we want... They're they're making the world more racist. hundred percent. Not necessarily just the millennials. It's not even the millennials' fault. It's actually the generation before us that taught all the millennials this shit. There's a bunch of baby boomers that like got sucked into the wrong side of the hippie generation. The right side of the hippie generation is the peace and love and don't fuck with us, we won't fuck with you. Peace and love. And but somehow that got perverted into um, we need to be tolerant of everybody, which leads to racism because by be, by saying we have to be tolerant towards you, you're acting as if you we're not put tolerant. people in their categories. Yeah, you act as if we're not tolerant yeah. to everyone. I need to be tolerant to you, black people. I need to be tolerant to you, Asian people. Yeah, it's like, I need to be tolerant to the Jews. Yeah, it's like, no, you need to be tolerant to everybody. Yeah. Unless they're a fucking dick. Unless they're then a dick. Fuck then fuck them. You need to be tolerant to everybody unless they're a dick and then fuck them. Okay. Hashtag. So, uh, millennials. In a nutshell. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's more, but we, we got to move on to the next uh, thing. Uh, talk for a second. I'm going to grab something real quick. Fucking parenting. Parenting. What were we just talking about when we said we would get that in parenting? Cell phone, cell phones and Tinder, maybe? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Something about fucking kids with technology. Yeah. God, I hate when I see a little kid with fucking iPad or iPhone or fucking... Um, I saw a little kid the other day uh, with a, like a Fisher Price fucking dildo. No, one of those no. spin things. No. One of those spin no, things that you uh, 
makes an animal noise. I don't. The cow goes. Yeah, I don't think that's a speaking spell, but it's like a speaking spell. Okay. It's like one of those things. I saw him playing with that in a fucking grocery store. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. I was like, oh, all right. Speaking spell. Whatever. It wasn't a speaking spell. It was the farm animal one. Like that. The cow goes moo. It's a really good Soundgarden song. I might have already showed you. Where it's the cow goes moo and then he goes, the devil goes. Then it gets pretty intense. <laughs> Alright. I know, good story. That fucking stupid cat. Alright. Cats are nothing but trouble. Cats are nothing but trouble. Just like women. No, they're both pussies, aren't they? That was so funny when Ian said Lucky for me, I love trouble. That was funny when Ian said pussy cats. Yeah. I think chocolate kills cats. Pussy cats, pussy maybe. Pussy cats, maybe. <laughs> um, all right, so parenting. Cell phones, what What did you say? What were we talking about? Speaking spell. Just, yeah, little kid playing with a speaking spell at yeah. the grocery store. It seems better than a fucking iPad. It's way better than an iPad. Yeah. Learning. Knowledge is power. No, okay, I'm trying I to think. I wonder how long that mom had to, like, argue with her kid, like, no. You cannot take this in the grocery store. And the kid's just like throwing a fit. Yeah. And so finally I was like, fuck it. Fuck Bring it. it in the grocery store. I'm tired of arguing with you. You're a fucking three-year-old. And you don't use logic. <laughs> That's the problem. Kids don't use like, logic. Like arguing with the kid, you're always the asshole. Yeah. Because the kid doesn't know better. So just stop arguing. Yeah. But they act. They're, they're so arrogant with their facts. <sighs> But literally, like, yeah, but so we're all, so we're every remember adult. Remember that little kid that I was building that rocket with, my cousin, that I told you he kept being a fucking dick? Uh-huh. So I just, like, kept insulting him, but he didn't get it. How old is he? I don't know, like, eight. Nice. He kept just, like, being real condescending to me, like, I never fucking built a rocket before. Uh-huh. So I just kept making fun of him, and I was going, like, whatever, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you probably should be in charge of doing that. Fucking. That's what God, I would do. that guy was a little, oof. That's what I would do. He makes a hell of a rocket, though. Really? Yeah. He can't even bait a hook. He can't hit a fucking wolf. Um, <laughs> here's the thing I think we are going to talk about the last time we were talking about parenting that I think we missed, if I'm remembering right. Did we talk about our theories on what we thought, on like how we thought we would parent when it came to cell phones? Um, we, I think we both said that we would say no, but it's also a lot easier to say that than maybe necessarily to do it. Well, because, like, they have to learn. They have to like, learn. Like, to, to advance in this world, you have to know technology, which requires having a phone. But not before. We, yeah, we had this conversation because it was, like, not before they're 12 or some shit. Yeah. Maybe 8. We don't know what that time's going to look like. Things are accelerating so quickly that, you know, there's who knows be, what it's going to look like. There's got to be just, like, a fucking kids. halt where we just start to figure out, like, all right... Do we need to fucking advance more? Yeah. Can we just hang out like 10 years ago? I know. Or, well, more than 10 years ago. Like 20 years ago. Yeah. Can we just hang out with, with dial-up internet? 20 and, years ago? Yeah. Didn't have dial-up internet. Well, when we were five? We didn't have dial-up internet? Yeah, when we were five, it was really basic, though. Yeah. Okay, maybe a little bit better than that, but like I'm talking like so basic. Getting on the internet is a challenge. Yeah. And like a cell phone is Looking just made. Looking at porn is a challenge. And a cell phone is just made for phone calls. Yeah. Like that's all I want. That's all the technology. You can have as many fucking TV channels as you want. I don't give a shit. 
Yeah, I would make a compromise that if phones were only for phone calls, TV and Netflix, I'll let that stay, even though I think Netflix is a problem. Kind of a problem. But I will let those stay if the cell phone is required to go back to a regular phone. Yeah. I would let it go. Texting is fine, whatever. But, uh... I don't know, even texting. But at least you can't get on fucking Twitter and just, like... I agree. Like, texting, you have to... Like, you can't constantly... I mean, you can't constantly be texting, because I used to fucking do it. But, like, texting... Texting has even taken out some of the balls from dudes, like, talking to girls. Oh, dude, texting... And honestly, no, I would take out texting, too, and I'll tell you why. Because texting is an obligation now. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, texting is an obligation. And I... Care about whoever I'm in a relationship with, no doubt. But when I when I feel obligated to talk to them, it makes me resent them. Yeah. Even obviously. though even though it's not their fault. Yeah. I resent them because of the obligation. Yeah. I resent the obligation, but that's but it, it doesn't work. I still re- end up resenting them. Yeah. That's obviously my problem. Well, but it's not. But because it's, it's I, like yeah, I can't help it. It gives me anxiety. I'm at the grocery store. Lol. I don't. I don't need to know that. Cool, fucking shit. What are you buying? Yeah. You gonna buy some donuts, maybe? Maybe a fucking cup of cold coffee? Some of that Starbucks cold coffee? Um, so, yeah, I fucking hate the obligation. I would it literally so me. much rather be in a relationship where I just take like a 30... I'll give you a 30-minute phone call at the end of the day rather than texting all day. I'll give you 30 minutes of intentive listening while playing whatever video game I'm playing. Yeah, and you know what? That would make people connect. Yeah. If you're on the phone, you connect with people. That's why, like in real estate, they say you should always make the phone call rather than the email. Because a phone call, phone calls can win you deals. You hear their context. Yeah. There's no ambiguity. There's so much ambiguity with texting. Yeah. Like, one sentence could mean anything. Yeah. Or a single typo in, yeah. the, in the wrong spot, and the whole a winky tone, face instead of a smiley face. The whole tone is just fucking changed. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, I think I'm gonna start making a. So, my last relationship, I tried to text less, but it was kind of impossible because well, it doesn't matter. I know. I yeah. can imagine why. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like in the future, I want to personally. Be a thing. I, I want to make like. Maybe like a good morning and a good night, but like a policy where we even like can talk about it. Like, hey, we're just not going to do this during the day. We will talk. We will make a phone call at night, and that'll be great. Yeah. So, and I think, and like, yeah, I I hate the obligation. So, and I think that's way more effective for bringing people together. But you know what's going to happen? Whoever you're dating, you like they're going to assume that it bothers you when you text them and then you're going to have to be like no it doesn't bother me it just uh, like you're going to have to fucking justify it it's like listen just don't fucking text me unless you have if you have a question like like you can text me it's fine but don't expect that we're going to text back and forth all day I'm going to get back to you immediately like you just got to know that like I read it and like I'm dealing with it but fuck dude I'm not just going to be all day texting you do you yeah. know, when you do that, you have nothing to fucking talk about. I know. When you hang out. It, it, it sucks. It's like... It sucks so bad. It's so much ass. In high school, I was still at the point where I had to call the house phone and then ask their dad if I could talk to her. In high school? In high school. No way. Yeah. Why? Uh, I had to call Dale. You didn't have a phone, though. Are you, well, you had a phone and I. She didn't have a phone. Ooh, baller 
Romero. They didn't let her have a phone. Classic Dale. I remember having to that call. Is classic Dale. I remember having to call house phones though and have to talk to the daughter. It's like ugh. It's a rough one. And then you like accidentally call during dinner. But think about that. You have to do that on a nightly basis. Your balls grow. Yeah. Like you gotta shoot your shot. You have no, to shoot just, your shot. What are you doing? Right? Hey, what's up? What'd you get at the grocery store? Yeah. Bullshit conversation. Like yeah. That. No, you had to man up every night or whatever. You know, you had to man up every night and make that phone call. And maybe you got the dad once in a while. No. Oh. That is Oof. good for the soul. Your heart raises a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Is you get like uh, is your dad in there? And then it's more valuable when you talk to him because you finally made it through and you now you get to talk to the prize. You did the work and now you get to talk to the prize and it it taught you to value them. Like, women are to be valued, of course. Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, but seriously, like, it taught you to value that conversation. And you now you're just texting back and it. forth, and you don't want to text them now. Now, instead of looking forward to talking to them at the end of the day, you go, how long can I wait? Till it's like appropriate to respond. Yeah. Like to where it's not too long, to where it's like either I'm being a dick get, or like they're worried. And then you get the back to back text. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, I got so many of those. The back to back text is brutal. Yeah, because you like to. Here's what I do. And I would assume there's a lot of people who do this too. You get the text, you see it, you don't respond for about five minutes, and you go, look, I, I know what I want to say. I'm going to type it out, but I'm not going to send it because I don't want to have to respond again 10 minutes later. So you, you save it. And you hold it for about an hour. Maybe not that long. But sometimes you forget. Then it's like three hours. This is going off topic. But you hold it for yeah. even ten when minutes. And then right as you're about to go send it, they send a second one. And you have to change your entire fucking plan. And it's like, we could have just talked on the phone at the end of tonight. Really enjoyed it. So, I hope someday... There's nothing I hope someday that a boy has to call me There's to get to my daughter. Worse than when like you <laughs> need to respond to a text and you forget because your eye is yeah. like oh shit. Do that a lot. And then you get like a follow up. It's like oh fuck. You there? Yeah. My dad will send me a you there if I don't respond to his text in about ten minutes. Ten minutes is about his limit before he goes. You there? Our mechanic at work does that today. He called me and was like, have you left the shop yet? I was like, I'm about to leave. He's like, we need a big crescent wrench. I was like, okay, I'll grab it, and then I'll head there. Grabbed it, put it in the truck, drove. Didn't even get like three minutes away. Calls me back. He's like, you leave yet? I was like, yeah. Why? Do you need something? I was like, no, just wondering when you're going to get here. He's like, well, I'm about 15 minutes away, and dude, you fucking know that. So, that sucks. Like, what the fuck do you think, dude? But the back-to-back text is brutal. It is brutal. In a relationship. I, maybe instead of going parenting, we should go relationships. Yeah. We should be relationship therapists. Yeah, call us with your questions. That cannot be that fucking hard. No. You know why? Because I actually, I give great advice to everyone that is not me. I give terrible advice to myself. But I think that like my points to other people are pretty salient. I think I give good, solid advice to other people. But if I ever try to tell myself that, it just fucking falls apart. I mean, I'm all so right. I'm, just, yeah. I'm all right, but I don't... I catch myself not even, like, willing to put the effort in. Really? Like, just like... Ugh. I don't know why. I, I, like, I like, I like helping people in that way. No, Mostly I like, because I like 
It's, this is probably super self-centered. I probably like telling them because I like looking like the one who has all the answers. I guarantee that's why I like telling them, but it still gives us all a good I feeling. Like, and I think they get good results. I like helping them, but pretty much, pretty much like whatever I think they should do, I just push for that. And that's, I've given Fluff some bad relationship advice a time or two. Yeah, I, uh, I give... I will because tell. I just push my agenda onto them. I don't know. People in bad relationships, I tell them 100% oh. of the time. I tell them... Sometimes before it's no, gone bad. No, I'm talking about like when Fluff was courting Maddie and whatnot. I oh. gave him some bad advice. On how to do it? Yeah. But know. he was not doing anything. Well. So like I basically just told him to like be assertive and he did. Uh-huh. He did. Uh-huh. It didn't work. Oh. Well. <laughs> say lovey. Shoot your shot. Yep. So dating is going to be interesting when uh, we're parents. <sighs> I, with boys, it's like whatever. Like, yeah. You have a girlfriend, that's Again, cool. boys, you only got to worry about one dick. Girls, girls, you have to worry about everybody's dick. Girls, it'll be like, oh, you have a boyfriend that'll be cute from like kindergarten to like fifth grade. It's like whatever. Then they get to junior high and it's like, I don't know if they're fucking. Junior high kids these days have got to be fucking. Oh, yeah. Like, got to be. At least some of them. Yeah. There were some fucking when we were in junior high. There's got to be even more now. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, well, I mean, and oh. Fucking underage tits and penis, tits and dicks, have got to be rampant. Yeah. Like, you, because they all have Snapchat, no doubt. Their hormones are crazier than anybody's. They can't even control themselves, the boys mostly, but the girls too. But they basically can't even control themselves, and they have Snapchat. They have all this technology. There is so much underage ass being thrown around. Oh, yeah. I don't condone it, I should I, probably say. I don't either. I do not condone it. But when I was it, like, in their shoes... It's blowing my mind how much has to be out there. When I was in their shoes, I used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. Like, how do you... Like, what do you... I had a, I had a particularly nice babysitter. Like, the old... Uh, like, that's great. Old, remember our line? How many megapixels is your camera? How many megapixels is your camera? See, look. Opening. Go to opening line. Yeah, go-to opening line in high school if you're asking for tits. Um, allegedly. How many megapixels is How many megapixels is your camera? It's not the smoothest line, but it was pretty funny. I never used that one myself, but I had Devin do it a lot. Well, we used it all the time with Devin. With Devin and if you, if you don't give a fuck, throw that line out there. Yeah. Because it's like... Even if it doesn't get you anything, it's worth. it's going to get us a, a good response. <laughs> yeah. You, you bought How many the megapixels your camera? You bought the ticket take the ride. Yeah. So, dating, I don't know. But kids. daughter dating is not going to be good. No. Once they're in high school, it's just like, don't ask, don't tell anything. Don't, yeah, I don't want to know. Talk to your mother. Don't get pregnant. Talk to your mother. And, like, don't. I mean, I think I'll don't. say that. I think I'll say that, but I don't know. I won't. I'll be so. I would. I would personally at this point in time, and everything I know about myself is that I would prefer not to know. Yeah, hundred percent. But but I've never had a kid, which is completely world altering, outlook altering. I think he just general perspective. I think he just tell him be safe, be smart. Don't don't be a fool. Don't abuse your fucking powers. Yeah. Because you could fuck any dude if you want. Really, it's not that hard. But don't. Yeah. Don't. And then, don't tell me anything. I don't want to talk to your mom. I don't want to know anything. 
Honestly, I think if you're just a good parent who is there for them and talks to them and has a good relationship with them and the mom is the same way. And you have to have a good relationship with the mother. Yeah. Then there won't be that issue. The, mm-hmm. the daughter may be a whore, but probably not. Ideally. Usually chicks with good parents. I mean, the classic cliche is, you know. Daughter of a preacher man. What do you think of your dad, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, preacher man or... Well, no, that's different. Yeah, it's, like, well, it's sort of, but not really, because usually preacher dads are super strict. Super strict. So. But it's like, yeah, what do you think your dad, either absent father or super strict or father? Super strict. It's like, all right, let's party. So if you're just like a good dad, chicks, Play catch you know, with your daughter. You'll probably be, well, not if you want to raise a lesbian. No, there would be nothing unless worse. Unless you want to raise a lesbian. You can't play catch with your daughter unless you want to raise a lesbian. Nope. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Nope. <laughs> that I was, but it would suck to be one of those. Well, I mean, like softball catch. Yeah. Maybe a little volleyball. That's not catch. That's not catch, but I'm talking about dust around the football. You gotta teach them how to throw. Dust like, definitely. Like you gotta, you know, they gotta be able to do things. I agree. No, I, I, I changed my stance on this. Um, but it would suck to be one of those dads. That I always wanted a son, and you like three daughters. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. And they go to adopt. Then you keep trying. And they go to adopt a black son. Just like hope. Just that so he somebody can be good at sports. Just in the hope family. that he made it to the NBA. Yeah, yeah, just like bank on that check cashing. Yeah, that check cashing, snapping necks and cashing checks. Fuck, maybe get the next LeBron. I don't know. Yeah, or some sort of blindside situation. Yeah, I mean that'd be great too. Yeah, left of course, tackle. It'd be better to get them as a kid. Definitely. Not but, just so. But but if you get them when they're older, that's less work and less money that you have to put in. That's true, and like you don't have to worry that you screwed up their lives because yeah. they're already way past that point. I mean, yeah, yeah. basically. I mean, like you're only gonna make it better. They're past the like real deep scarring. You'd like to hope. Yeah. Anyways, parenting should be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a breeze. No doubt. It's gonna be easy. Kids. It's gonna be so easy. The longer I live, the more I'm not sure. There's, for me, there's, there's, it's a weird bell curve for whether or not I want kids. Because, like, if I don't make a certain amount of money, I don't want kids. But then it gets to a point where, like, all right, I start making enough money, I could provide pretty good life for them. But then if I start making too much money, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, slow down. I want to just enjoy my money yeah. and not ever have to worry about anyone else. And then the desire for kids goes back down. Yeah. It's very interesting. I don't know. I definitely want to take part in the the continuation. I would like it to be a lot easier financially. Because if it's easier financially, it's at least going to be easier. I don't. I don't intend to have kids until I can do it financially. Well, yeah, I know. But, but like, I, that's not. I don't. I don't even really think about how much it's going to cost. Because like, well, it's not about how much it's going to cost. It's about like how much can you give them. Yeah. Like, if you're not making shit for money. You already can't barely take care of yourself. How are you going to also fucking give them the shit that they want? Well, yeah, I'm not going to have a kid if I'm at that point in my life. But some people never get past that point. They have, like, four kids. True, but, like... It's like, Jesus Christ. That's not going to be you, I assume. So... No. I'll have kids at some point. And so will most of you. That's what's weird. Some of you everyone, sooner than you know. Everyone wants kids. Yeah. Like, most, like, like most people. Yeah. Just a common... It's biology. Like, it's biology like anything else. Like, wanting to further your genes. Your genes exist to further themselves, essentially. They build you to further themselves. Mm. So, like, that's part of the game. Like, that's why sex is so pleasurable. Like, that's a big part. Is because if sex 
wasn't pleasurable, you'd never have kids. Just fuck yeah. it. Like it hurt. It yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah, it has to feel amazing. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, should less people have kids? Yeah, definitely. Huge, there should be huge some, advocate for that. There needs to be some sort of metric as to whether or not you get to reproduce. You can't enforce laws like that. That's wrong. I know, but we need to. I was thinking about this today too. We we need know, to intellectually, but in reality, we can't. Do you know can. how fucking hard it is to die these days? Yes. They're making it so goddamn hard. I know. If you don't get in a car crash, you're probably living until you're like 70. I know. Well, I mean, unless you're a man who can kill themselves pretty easily. Well. Not way better than women. Yeah, I mean, suicide, but like. And it's some hard. you gals are going to want to work it's on hard to, <laughs> It's hard to involuntarily die. It's like, it's hard. Other than eating Tide Pods, what else really is there? I mean, for the record, you could literally walk to any cliff. Yeah, but that's intentionally dying. Oh, wait, what'd you say? It's impossible to unintentionally die. Oh, other than eating Tide Pods, although that's... Also intentional. Also intentional. Like, do you, like no one just fucking dies anymore. People are like, mm, how'd they die? Like, cancer gets a lot of people. Well, people just drop dead, heart attacks. and Old people. Some young people. Like, someone just died from the flu not that long ago. Like, yeah, fairly young. Yeah, flu get you. But, like, but that was, like... That's still a very small percentage. One person died and everyone's odds. freaked out. Like, oh, yeah. people are dying from this one. It's like, easy. No, a person a who person is weak... A person died, yeah. That's, that's not very nice. A person died, not But, I mean, technically, people. weak. Yeah. So, it's just like, dude, it's so fucking hard to die. There's no way the population's gonna go down unless we get, like, a major... Disaster or disease. Again, I think you just need to make it incentives based, or at least invent something where accidental pregnancy happens way less. Yeah, one of those two things or both. Incentives based makes the most sense because I'm sure there's a way to put it together where by them participating in it and getting the benefits, them getting the benefits can by them using the benefits that they give you, it actually gives back to you. Maybe. Are you talking about? Incentives to not have kids? Yes. I would use those incentives all day. Exactly. So there you go. You mean like a thousand bucks a year, I would never have kids. Yeah. So, anyways, that's parenting. Um, we, uh, we'll probably hit that one again. We'll probably hit all these again at some point. Uh, we'll probably just hit them through random mumblings of... Definitely. They're all, they're all pretty deep wells. Tales that we tell. So, anyways, keep it crispy. We'll see you after the break. Every dog has his day, but dog days soon run out. As some of you may know, dogs age seven times faster than humans. So the odds of you outliving your special little guy are almost certain. After all the years of memories, you don't want to have to make the decision as to when to put him down. When it's clear that he's near the end, you call us. We're Garfields, and we'll kill your dog. For a fee that costs less than one bag of dog food, We'll provide you with a buy one get one coupon for you and your spouse to Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. During that time, we will go to your house and pick up your dog and take him to a farm upstate. Quick, humane, dead. Garfield's, for man's best friend, till he isn't. Every dog has his own. 
stay down, but to stay down, just stay yours. This commercial brought to you by the Feline Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, Austin B. Sweeney.
understand it From what I found I bet you could relate Some things just keep you from going crazy And no one will ever take that away Are you hungry? Are you poor? Do you have a hankering for a quasi-nutritious meat-like product? Welcome to Odie's, an alternative food truck. We sell meals out of our mystery meat machine, selling hamburger-style imitation patties and hot dog-flavored meat logs. We get all of our meat fresh daily from our mystery meat factory located near a farm upstate. We operate on donations only, so we get about 100 pounds a day, and when it's gone, it's gone. But sometimes we get lucky. Hell, one time, you could say we got a whole litter of meat. If you want flavor and something to savor, stop by Odie's Mystery Meat Machine. Unmeasurably nutritious, 100% delicious. Ladies and gentlemen, you're still a good time with the good time and buds. Yo, and yo, 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 that's your new rap thing, you fucking hip hop master. Yo, yo, uh, we're gonna talk multiverse now. Classic from our uh, one of our favorite, our personal favorite episodes, Worth a Turkey. Worth a Turkey. Uh, we were on that day. Let me tell you. Uh, Let me tell you something. Um, I don't know about you. Uh, but so multiverse. Multiverse theory was interesting because we. I don't know if you know this, but you recently came blew my mind with the. Uh, the ghost, the idea. ghost thing. No, oh. when we came back from our trip at the cabin, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. Yep. We went to Romans, and it was they had like a new bartender who ID'd us. Like mm-hmm. we'd never met them before. It was real weird. The TV was gone. Like they had changed a lot. Romans did some. They yeah, they changed a lot about it since we went there. You know, all the fucking time, yeah. and like knew what it was like. We go and do shrooms, and we come back, and like it's all different. And I go in the back, and they're like counting out money yeah and tim's really happy 
So I'm like, do they sell it? But they wouldn't sell it cash. Yeah. So I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But then I was like, you were like, That's right. what if every time you do a psychedelic, you shift over a universe? And then it was just like, what the fuck? Because everything's different now. Like, yeah, it's like shit's a little bit different, but like not really. Most things are the exact same. Yeah. But what if the one thing that was different was Romans? Yeah. Like, what if that lady is fucking... Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. That, uh, But I forgot that we talked about that. Yeah, totally. Like... And, and psychedelics easily have a way of making you think that that definitely might be happening. I know. Like, when you're on them, you're just like, okay, this is weird. And then you kind of, like, come back. You go up, and then you come back in a place that feels different. Mitch Trubisky's thinking chair. Mitch Trubisky thinking chair. That definitely didn't have that in the previous universe. No. That's a, new, that's a new thing. That's a new thing. No, we mentioned he was also 2012's Ohio Mr. Football. God damn. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. He's a handful of strawberries every goddamn day yeah, for breakfast. a big handful. Tom Brady's afraid of strawberries. He's not afraid of them. He doesn't trust he them. He doesn't trust them. Um, I hear that he wasn't a big fan of Dale's strawberry either, isn't that right? Not a big fan of Dale's strawberry. Not a big fan of strawberry either. So, the multiverse, here's the deal. If this universe exists, who's to say that another universe exists? You know why? Because in any in this universe alone, just in this universe, nothing's made just one thing. Yeah. There's never been just one of anything. When's the last time you Except just for one you video? and you, you're unique, just, just like, like everybody else. Everybody else, you so, fuckers. Other than that, but the universe doesn't. You're still a human, so the universe doesn't make anything just one thing. So who's to say that there's not multi verses? It's more than one verse to a song. More than one verse to a universe. Exactly. Although that would really defeat the purpose of universe. We call it the universe because it's our single verse. That's true. We are this is the only one that we are a part of, yeah. as far as we can tell, unless perhaps when we're dreaming. I mean, who's to say Dream? Who's to say dreaming isn't you just in a different universe? Dude, I have had some crazy or, yeah, universe. real like dreams. Exactly. Like, there was a dream That's when your I was, mind as much as anything else. There was a dream else. when I was younger where I got ran over at a track event, mm -hmm. and I died. And I remember I was like up in heaven. I was in the clouds. I wasn't really in heaven, but I was in the clouds symbolizing heaven. And only my dog could come see me. And I could see everyone else, but to them I was dead. And I woke up from that, and I always felt like a little bit weird about it. It's interesting. But I was pretty, I was probably like 12. It was definitely at my old house, which I moved. You would have been 25 six, today. I moved in sixth grade summer. Yeah, I would have been 25 today. But in that universe, I fucking died, and then I woke up feeling weird. Like, everything was the same, and I just, like... I mean, it wasn't that... Have you ever woke up, like, twice in a dream? Like... Like, woken up into a second dream, and then woken up yeah. into an actual reality? Yeah. I feel like I have, but I hate TV episodes that do that, because you're constantly going, are they in the fucking dream? Yeah, no, I know. Well, I definitely have done that, and it's so weird. Like, I've woken up, checked my phone, and been, like, super late for work... And then actually woke up and, like, my alarm was about to go off. Uh, everybody has that dream, which is also interesting. But, like, that's the that's same interesting thing. That everybody has had... Yeah, no. Like, you I, wake up late as fuck for work, yeah. realize it, and then actually wake up and your alarm is about to go off. You know what's a really weird thing that I've been having probably in the last year? It's you not exactly... you elbow on shit? Well, there's that. <laughs> been getting into that. Um... Is waking up and thinking 
let's see if I can explain this right. It's only been about a year, but I wake up and I don't really even hardly drink. So this isn't this is like I'm up, but I'm not up. But your eyes are closed. I'm not sure. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't, I think. But I have the thought and I see something super clearly in, the, in my mind. Like I'm looking at whatever the thing is, I look at and I see something happen, or I look and it is that date, or it is that time, or I see this thing on Facebook that I thought was gonna happen, and it's super real to me, and then within one second, my own mind that's somehow awake goes, no, that's not happening, you're dreaming, you're dreaming. and then I'm up. But it's like after I've already kind of woken up, and so it's a weird middle, where it's not really dreaming, but it all seems super vivid. Yeah. I always try to just like picture my phone really hard, like to see what time it is without opening my eyes. Yeah. Like if I wake up, if that's I that's kind of what it is. Yeah, but I that's why I kind of get what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like if I'm in that state, you can kind of picture anything. Yeah. Like you can kind of do anything, but then right when it gets somewhere, your mind's like, "Nope, oh, you're wake up." Yeah. It's almost like you're lucid dreaming. It is almost like you're lucid dreaming. But you're your brain right on the just, cusp. Yeah, but your brain just like wakes you up. But yeah. I've definitely had that. I also have a lot of times in dreams like I need to run away from something and my legs are just so fucking heavy. Yeah. I get that all the time. Pretty sluggish. I wish I dreamt more. I just don't. I'm I too honestly, light of a sleeper. honestly, I think that I have more bad dreams than good ones. Really? Yeah. Like not bad, but just uncomfortable. Are you sure you want that one painting in your house then? I want it bad. The creepy kid. I think that's why, dude. I think those creepy kids got in your psyche, man. Dude, I like I like kind of being scared. Like I don't want to be like real scared, but I like boop being yeah like yeah, that. Gotcha. But like real uncomfortables, like kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then when you wake up and realize that it was a dream, it's like oh that was pretty fun while I was in there. Interesting. I mean, it's definitely better. I, I've had dreams. There's nothing better than waking up from a bad dream and you yeah. realize that it's all a dream. Yeah. The worst is making, you know, $100 million. I've won the lottery so many times in my dream. Your mind, you think you're in control of your mind, but your mind controls you all the time. Yeah. And this was what we were saying about the multiverse, which is just because your mind is the only thing helping you uh, understand what's going on currently. Yeah. So the same thing, it's still just your mind doing that in the dream, it's just not your body. Who's to say that's not a different universe, a part of the multiverse? Yeah, I mean, you just can't quite control your brain as good on that one or something. But you can train yourself to. Yeah. And then you have more freedom in that one. Yeah. Maybe. So people can't prove the multiverse yet, but there's good indications that it's possible and yet people think that like we know everything to know that there's nothing bigger I just think it's too simple I think it's too simple of an answer that's a separate point I just think it's too simple but it's also too simple of an answer to just say I'm not saying anybody specific though I know I know but just for straight here's the thing though the truth is always usually explainable yeah because it's the truth yeah so it's usually disappointing yeah like once you learn the truth about something it's usually disappointing because the wonder is what makes it wonderful yeah but why do they say the truth is stranger than fiction because that's that's also very true because it has to be that way like because that's the truth 
The truth is that it's stranger than fiction? No, the truth is that that's... Truth is not disappointing. The, truth is enlightening. Yeah. Truth is not disappointing. Yeah. and Yeah, it's enlightening. But truth is stranger the than... The truth will set you free. Yeah. Truth is stranger than friction because... Or stranger it's than it's fiction. stranger than friction. Stranger than fiction because truth is the Metallica. final... It's the final answer. Like, that's what it is. So it's stranger than... Like... What was the example we were talking about? The truth is never what you expect. It's never what you expect. That's that's the other reason I don't buy into that we, you know, you're dead and that's it, is because a I think there's always a twist, and b what you've been wrong about everything about your future so far. Yeah. What makes you at all think that you're gonna be right about death? Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. Huh? But the multiverse, again, maybe you die and you just cross over to another one. Maybe every time you nearly die, you do cross over into another one where everything's That's what different. I, that's the one that makes the most sense to me. And you die in the previous it's like one. like you die in the previous one, but you never know. So you keep going, but then I don't understand how you ever die. But maybe that's a bad acid trip. Maybe that's what a bad acid trip is. Like, you never realize how you die because every time you try to die, you make it. Like, your conscious dies here, but it stays on forever, and so you're just like, well, fuck. I feel like if, it, if, it, if near death experiences, if this was, uni- if it was just, if you're the only person in the universe and everybody else is just pl- actors in your play, essentially. If that's true, then it would make sense that you could die in a universe and shift one where everything's pretty close. But if everybody is their own individual, but it's all, I feel like you would have people near you die a lot more often. Because if it's just near death experiences, then people die pretty easily. So you'd have more deaths. How many near death experiences have you had? Quite a few. I've probably had th- four or five. Well, hold on. Are we counting drinking? Because more than that. I don't know. But, like... Yeah, I mean, fuck, I don't know. I Look. People, what... I, you I said four or five. The more I think about it, I don't actually want to count. Because I honestly think it's a lot. Like, yeah. especially... The, I'm willing to count the ones where it was just kind of an accident, but there have been way too many that could have been my fault. Oh, yeah. And I don't really want to count. Yeah. So, my, my fault, not like a, like a jumping over the Grand Canyon way, more just like, I was a fucking idiot kind of yeah. way. I would not, you know, jumping over the Grand Canyon. You're not going to make it. I will. Um, <laughs> not in this multiverse. Um, but I feel like, yeah, people would definitely would die but more. But people would die more, so... Maybe you're the only one alone in the universe. Maybe I'm talking to you, but you're not really here, man. Yeah, but Maybe I don't, you're doing the same thing to me, man. Maybe we're talking to you, and this microphone's not even connected to anything. Uh, that, would just, that would explain... We're just talking t- into the void. I mean, as far as we're concerned, there's nothing outside of these four walls. Yeah, but I don't think that's other true. Other than you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think that's true at all. I don't think that's true either. But so I, I like playing the what-if game. Well, the what-if game is fun, but... That's the one that makes the most sense. Is near death experiences you just shift over. Like 
Maybe it's not even near-death experiences. Maybe it's just like you say the right fucking sequence of words and you skip over. So, do you think the grand questions like the multiverse and religion and the origin of life and all those things, do you think those are subject to Occam's razor or not? Occam's razor, as you know, is the most likely thing is probably the thing that will happen. I think the most likely thing is probably the thing that will happen. I don't think there's anywhere to tell. But does that apply to the grander... I, yes. I think it makes sense in every day, but doesn't necessarily apply to the metaphysical. Yeah, because that's the thing that's most likely to happen. So it will probably happen. But was this Earth being created in general the most likely thing to Not happen? Not necessarily, Not no. Not necessarily. So, but the most doesn't likely, it stand... But the most likely thing to happen will still happen. It just means that Earth won't be made. Because that's not the most likely thing. Like, it'll happen again, but it's going to be the most likely thing will happen. But the most likely things don't happen. A lot of times they do. That's why they're the most likely. the Patriots win? No. But that's a very... But that is... That involves a lot of other things. Yeah, no. The creation of the universe doesn't include that much. The creation of the universe is not created by man. It was created by science. It was created by nature. It was not created by science. It was created... Well, it wasn't Science created. figures out what nature's doing. It's not the yeah, other way around. Yeah, but it was People created... People get that messed up too but much. But it now. was created by scientific... Like, it was created by nature. It was... It evolved. So, that's going to be... That's the most likely thing. We humans are the most likely thing after everything else that it's is tried. Is consciousness the most likely thing, though? After no. everything it's... I don't think it is. After everything it's tried, we don't know how long it's been here. We don't know how much shit Exactly. There's way on. too much ambiguity to think that the most likely answer is the answer. That's what I'm saying. The most likely answer is the most likely answer to us. The feeble, nimble, not nimble, feble, narrow-minded, little creatures that we are going. No, it's not. It's the most likely thing as far as we can tell. There's a thousand things we're probably missing. Science is only what we've... We've only had science for a few hundred years. Yeah, but there's still a... But in in nature, there's still a most likely thing. Maybe longer. I don't know. But I think it's a few hundred. In science, there's still a most likely thing. Yeah. Like in nature, there's a most likely thing. But often those things are wrong. Science was not right from the beginning, and it's still not right now. There are definitely things that are probably right. But there are also things in the universe, or in the in in the in the universe, there are things that there are thousands of millions of. Yeah. Those are the most likely things. Most of the time, that's what happens: is those thousands of millions of things. And every once in a while, on one of those things, the least likely thing, consciousness happens. But most of the time, all it is is planets that aren't that are, that seem like they do nothing. But most of the time, the most likely thing happens. And then sometimes you get consciousness on an Earth. I just I disagree with the premise that most of the time the most likely thing happens. I don't think that's true but because I think even, Earth, but we don't even know life is the, entropy, and every circle of entropy makes a circle bigger. But we don't and know. Life what the is most just constant likely, chaos. We don't even know what the most likely thing would be. So that's what I was but, saying. I know, but it's like, I think, I think the most likely thing mathematically will happen if it happens an infinite amount of times. 
I think math is 100% true, except when it comes to things of chance, which is what we're talking about. We're talking about things of entropy and of chaos. There's no predicting them, and there's no explaining them. Things happen. Yes, but I think, but what I'm saying is I think that is on the lesser side of things. I think what most Entropy is life. Life is entropy. We have a whole commercial about it. But that's only on this planet. Yeah, so, but what... But what I'm talking about, the most likely thing is just a planet with nothing. It's just a solid... So the original question was, do you think that Occam's razor applies to the grand questions? And I think no. What are the grand questions? What do you mean by that? Like, what's the meaning of life? Meaning of life, multiverse... I think it explains the multiverse, yeah. Multiverse, definitely more so. Because that's what's agree. most likely to happen. I would agree. Multiverse makes more sense. The, um... What is the meaning of life? That, that, that's well, not, the meaning of life, I think, is for each person. Which Yeah, I mean, it's probably just to do whatever you want, which is the most likely thing. It's not to do whatever you want. I mean, it's to be... It's to... It's to Here's what I'm... Here's what I'm sort of figuring out. Fulfill your... I mean, I don't know. Like, it seems like it's about doing whatever you want, but ultimately, if you give in only to things that make you feel good in the short term, I think it makes you unhappy in the long term. Humans, since the beginning of time, have set up rules in different ways. I've been reading a book about this, which is why it's seeping in. But uh, human beings have been setting up rules for themselves since the dawn of time. Yeah. Like, there's always been rules because people can't govern themselves, therefore cities like that just a person is a microcosm of an entire society yeah. obviously so people can't control themselves because people need to have their own rules that's why people have to have virtues and you know things that they strive towards because if you only do what you want to do you end up I, I just don't think it works out for anybody well no not you. what do I want to do right now I want to eat a pepperoni pizza I want to eat five and yeah, I want what, to do, and I want do, to do that every night. But what do all those snowboarders at the Olympics want to do? Snowboard. Win. They want to snowboard. They want to win. Yeah, but they also They're just winners. want to snowboard, and yeah. that's what they get to do all the time. Yeah. So sometimes it works but, out for well, you. Obviously, obviously, like good things are good things. I'm not arguing against good things. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you are free to do anything, but if you buy into that too far, I think it. Uh, I just think it you benefit from like, could, like giving yourself some, well, ba- like not boundaries, but like something to strive towards. You definitely don't want to like, like for example, like if you do drugs, if you do hard drugs young, it makes you feel really good when you're young, but you yeah. don't live very long. Yeah. So like and the life that you live is not good, and it's not good. So if you only did what makes you feel good. It's not gonna be yeah. as good as you think it is. And like junk food's a drug. Yeah. Alcohol's a and drug. And if you do that shit, it's not gonna make you feel as good. Yeah. But at the same time, it's make you feel real good for but a bit. But at, yeah, but at the same time, it's like. Yeah. If you want to do that shit, it's no one else. It's not. I'm not gonna tell you not to. If you yeah. want to give up your later years to do a bunch of drugs right now, and if you think it makes you feel that good, go for it. Yeah. It's like one chocolate good. bar now. Or it's like one chocolate bar, great. Ten chocolate bars now, not so great. Not so great. There's, there's the joy is in the, the, the figuring out what the middle is. 
<coughs> right in the meaty part of the curve. Right in the meaty part of the curve. So multiverse, pretty likely. The other questions, Occam's yeah. Ezra, I don't think so. Yeah, okay, like those kind of It doesn't help for, for like super broad interpretation questions. Yeah. Because. That's that's fair, yeah. Because how he's, what even is the most likely for those? Like, yeah. What is the most likely meaning of life? Who fucking knows? Well, we already said that that one wasn't really the right question. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. It's pro- it doesn't really work for broad questions. So, uh, cell phones. Not a fan. Sunday at the Masters. Sunday at the Masters. That was a good Sunday. Cell phones. Yes, it was. Fuck, that was a good Sunday. Um, I. Let's just jump back into it with talking about what we were talking about earlier, which is getting rid of everything but being able to I, make a phone call. I really don't like how easy it is for me to get sucked into apps and shit on my phone. I know. Like, even if I feel like they're like, I play a lot of like puzzle games and shit that like you kind of actually have to like work at, uh-huh. but still I'll just like be playing it and be like, I'm literally just staring at my fucking phone. Yeah. Like, uh, your pockets look weird. Like, people used to look good in their jeans. Now they've got a giant rectangle in their pocket. I mean, chicks don't look good in their jeans. <sighs> yeah, they have hey to boy. put their phones in their back pockets. Because yeah. they're so big that they don't fit in their front pockets. Yeah. God damn. Like, have you seen the like the the phones that are basically tablets? Yeah. Those are fucking huge. You see the retards trying to take pictures with it? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, fucking... You gotta, like, sit down and... Put it on your lap and hunt and peck on the keyboard. I know. It's ridiculous. It. I just don't under. I, once again, these are all things that I just don't understand. How nice. And if somebody would could be, give me a legitimate reason, maybe I'll understand. How nice but, would it be to go back to a home phone? Uh. Uh-huh. Record message recorder mm-hmm. and a pager. Yeah. So he just knows, all right, this person called me. Me, got it. Yeah. I'll call him later. But when you're out of the house. Phone. Like, when you're out of the house, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. So you're just focused on the task at hand. Yeah. With your phone, you're constantly... Look, and we've talked about this a few times. Most... The reason most people have like anxiety and shit is because they're either stuck in the past, which is depression, or they're stuck in the future, which is anxiety. And the phone always keeps your foot in one of those two camps or both. Yeah. It's always what is somebody else doing, which is not necessarily either of those, but it's still in the same. Vein. It's not you in yeah. the moment. It's you looking out towards some imaginary thing. Thing, or you know, you've got your schedule, or you're looking at pictures from last night. You know, Snapchat. Yeah. So if you were just out during the day and there was nothing you could do other than listen to the radio. Listen to the radio and, talk and to go people. to the grocery store and talk to people. Yeah. I know. And it's becoming a lost art form. Which means those who continue to do it are going to have a big leg up. Not really. Yes, they will. Depending on what Well, happens. okay. If it deteriorates... Okay, in like 200 years when it's deteriorated like idiocracy, it's not going to work. But if you retain it while everybody just kind of gets less, you know, more and more isolated, so not as good at communication... If you kind of stay up on it and are always trying to talk to people, I think you'll have a leg up because you'll, the ability to converse is such a, uh, you know, universal as long as they speak your language. But what if they can't converse with you? Like, what if they're all fucking weird and they all want to sell cars over text message so they just fucking text each other? That's true. 
if you get too good at it, then you're just alone. But there, well, <laughs> I don't like I don't like that vision of the future, Kevin. I do not like the vision of that future. So cell phones. Like you're just sitting at a desk right across from someone, like buying a car, and you're just texting and then signing and then texting and then. That's gonna be probably two years from now. I know. It's coming quick. It's coming quick. Long? Every day, How like they come up question. with a new product. Serious question. Okay. How long until they no longer offer public schooling? Just online at home. That's a good question. That would be so much cheaper and easier. I agree, but there are so many factors that push against that that I think it would take longer than you think. Such as the teachers unions and, you know, big teachers. Big um, teachers. The sons of big liberals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think that there's enough pushback. Like... And I don't think there are people who want to do that. Like, think about it. Oh yeah, there are. There's a lot of there's online college, and you know who goes to that? Losers. Losers. Like, you can take online classes, but if you choose to, okay, not okay. If you can't afford it, and so you have to go to online college, loser. You're a loser. No, that that's unfortunate. But if you choose to go to online college because it's better. Because in your opinion, it's better than going to real college because you're creating your own education. It's because you're a loser. Yeah. Those are the people I'm talking about. Online college is not... So online college is a necessity. It's either a necessity because you can't afford it or you're a loser. Or you're a loser, yeah. So I think it's going to be the same with... And public schools currently government funded, but... Like the University of Phoenix. But with Betsy DeVos, they're trying to do that school choice program... Which I've heard, I've heard both sides. Everybody says that Betsy DeVos is the worst. She's definitely uneducated, which is funny as the Secretary of Education. But I think that there is a legitimate argument for her view, but I don't know what it is. But I'm pretty sure that there, I've heard it, and I think it makes sense. I'm not saying it's better, but I think it does make sense, but it looks worse because it's coming from her. She is an idiot. Yeah, well, you know, Trump's all he's teachers. Not, he's not for a guy who's so social media savvy. Sort of, he was before he became president. He still is. That's how he became president. But um, he does. He's not good with specs. No. Like for picking cabinet members, he also doesn't give a fuck what you think, though. So yeah, what are you gonna do? He also probably has someone telling him. Yeah, probably has Pence telling him who to hire. Although I don't think Pence, you think he lets anybody tell him what to do. I don't think Pence is pulling any strings. I think Pence is just there to look. Pence, a, Pence is the puppet. He's just there to look like Pence. Like, yeah, just he's, just, he's just there to look like a good Republican. Through people, and a good Republican who is described as the preacher's pet, so to speak. Preacher's wet dream. Preacher's pet is a good pun. Preacher's pet. Whoa! I can be like a fucking. And if you wanna person. be the preacher's pet, then you better forget <laughs> it. Rock got no reason. Rock got no rhyme. I gotta give me the church on time. That mass on time. That's pretty good. Uh, School of rock. School of rock. 
So cell phones can just go fuck off. <laughs> honestly, honestly, as great as they... But how, but how <laughs> shitty would it be to have to do fantasy football on a laptop every time? I agree, and... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Ta- can- I think tablets could be fine. But there's no way to get them to work in public. You have to be at your home Wi-Fi. Or at least something that can't fit in your pocket. Yeah. Lap- you gotta take a laptop bag. Then everybody's just gonna have a bag or a backpack. What are you gonna do? Humans are gonna do what they Give do. Give them an inch and they take a fucking. Like we everybody, royally fucked everything up. Yeah, we really did. But it, it, yeah, it's weird to think that like history can be written any way, and like, cause nobody really thinks about the fact that history is written every single day. Yeah, like, I feel like not enough people kind of think about that. Yeah. Like, with the invention of the you're cell so, phone... You're the, so deep, dude. Shut the fuck up. Deep. Hashtag deep. But, like... <laughs> deep. River. No, but for real, nobody does. Nobody does. And it's weird nobody to think does. the direction that we're, like, headed from that. Like, like due to that... Like, what if that just didn't get invented? In the Where 1920s, we, we got the car. Yeah. Like... <laughs> That was only... That wasn't even a hundred years ago. I know. That wasn't even a hundred years ago. Think about how different shit was. You had to grow your own food and meat and shit. Yeah. Like... And now we have solar-powered cars. Think about the Wild West. We have solar-powered cars? Yeah. Few. Not a lot. Not a lot. But we have definitely, like, rechargeable cars. That's electric, though. That's not solar. Yeah, but... Fuck that, dude. Like, what... Put gas in that bitch. Yeah, dude. Diesel. Diesel. Diesel's actually more economically efficient than gas. Well, diesel's the one of the toughest words out there. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Paul Walker. Dead. Fast and the Furious. Gay. Classic. Stupid. So I think you could. I think it's very justifiable to call Fast and the Furious franchise pretty gay. I would disagree. I mean, uh, it's definitely a got lot of definitely got a lot of bromance. There's but a lot of bromance, dude. What are the good time and buds? A giant bromance. Well, yeah, but like, there's six of us, and no chicks. There's six of them, but there's chicks, chicks. in the group. Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of chicks in your group. It's, like we got like that makes us sound more gay. No, it's exclusive. No, it makes we it have, sound gay. No, no, we have girlfriends, but we have not that six, there's anything wrong with that. Then we have the six, there's six dudes, like that's the act, that's the group. There's no chicks, and then the girls. I'm just saying. I'm just, so outside. that sounds like more of a bromance. I feel like you're making my point. It is more of a bromance. We're more like a boy band. It's really what we're more like. Cool. That's less gay. <laughs> boy bands are gay. boy bands are less gay than that's the Fast way and the less Furious. Gay. Yeah, yeah, that's way less gay than Fast Go and Furious. Go fuck yourself. I don't think NSYNC ever told each other they loved each other through song. What? Vin Diesel and Paul Walker when they lock eyes, dude. Because he died. It's like as gay as the... It's like as gay as died. the scene in the hot... I don't care. It's yeah, yeah but that had nothing to do with love. It's as gay... Well, I mean love, but like brotherly love. It's as gay as the scene in The Hobbit when The Hobbits all jump on Frodo when he's healing I've never seen it. Well, it's like, yeah, he's that, sound, that sounds gay. It's just... It's the same. It's the look in the eyes. Like, I just... They want to fuck, dude. Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. I mean, hey, hey, I get, I get where you're coming from. 
But uh, what was I arguing for? Like Let's get. Oh yeah, boy bands. You th- yeah. boy bands are kick ass. Most of them. Most of them. Boy bands are most of cool. them develop drug problems. Pretty badass. Or alcohol problems. Pretty badass. Pretty badass. Justin Timberlake. Pretty badass. Lance Bass, yeah, gay. But gay. that's one. That's one out of... That's one that's out. That's all I need. That's yeah. the evidence. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding. One. Gay. One. That's all the evidence you need? There could definitely be more Vin gay Diesel's guys in gay, and he's in Fast and the Furious. Isn't he married? That's one out of six. I don't know. I heard he's bi. I don't know. Vin he Diesel. might be bi. I mean, he's an actor. Vin Diesel, if that's not true, don't eat me. But I mean, he's, he's an actor, so a lot of actors are gay. Richard Pryor is bi. Yeah. Richard Pryor fucked Marlon Brando. I know. I actually read that Confirmed the other day. Confirmed by his widowed wife or whatever. I heard how Marlon Brando was quite the charmer. That? How weird is that? It's pretty gay. It's pretty gay. Not that there's anything there's wrong there's anything with that. There's anything wrong with that. I'm glad Seinfeld just gave everyone that out. I know. Perfect. That was a better time, though. Like, they could just make that joke. No one would get offended. And no one would get offended. That was before the internet. That was before the internet. All well, that's the thing, is it all comes from the Twitter sphere, which stems from cell phones. All of Seinfeld's problems and throughout that whole entire series could have been solved with a common cell phone. Yeah. But that's the problem with the common cell phone, is it solves all problems, but it, it takes creates, away life. But it creates far worse problems that you don't see. Yeah. Like instead of meeting at the wrong movie theater like they always did. You fucking uh, get lost in a world of fantasy and get depressed because your life's not as good as everyone else's. What would you rather have? What would you rather have? Yeah. Fuck. Cell phones. Cell phones. Go back to just fucking flip phones with a snake on it. That's all I'm you in. need. Sign me up. That's all you need. Ari Shafir's a legend. Yeah. Does he still do that? Yeah. And I would too if I was not in real estate, hundred percent. I would if I was rich. I don't give yeah. a fuck. If you're rich, though, you probably need. That's the problem. Is at a certain point, the more rich you get, the more people are calling. Yeah, but you. if I just have a flip phone, that still works. Yeah, but people can't email me shit. That's the problem. Is the email? The email. So I'm not on the email. It's not the email. It's just email. On this phone, what? What did you get that? Like 2002. (laughs) That phone is absurd. Something like that. All right, we're just quoting from "It's Always Sunny" now. Uh, That's cell phones. That's multiverse. Is there anything else you want to add on cell phones? No, multiverse still blows my mind, but yeah, it always will. So yeah, but maybe not in one of the other universes. Maybe one of the other other multiverses. It makes a lot of sense. And that's the last one. We'll catch you after the break. There's nothing like a day on the mountain, but there's even more nothing like a beer on the mountain. And yet, there's even more, yet somehow less, nothing like a beer and some weed with the Good Time and Buds on the mountain. Good Time and Buds, Snow Ridge, Mid Mountain Tavern, and Smokehouse. There's nothing that can be said about 
Good Time and Bud's Snow Ridge Mid Mountain Tavern and Smokehouse that hasn't been said already. There's even more nothing that hasn't been said about the patrons. There's even more, yet somehow less, nothing that hasn't been said about the views and the atmosphere. Good Time and Bud's Snow Ridge Mid Mountain Tavern and Smokehouse. We have nothing against skiers. We have even more nothing against snowboarders. We have abundantly more, yet significantly less, nothing against bachelorette parties. Good Time and Bud's Snow Ridge Mid Mountain Tavern and Smokehouse. There's nothing that can't not be said about it, but there's even more nothing to say. But we say it best when we say nothing at all. Good Time and Bud's Snow Ridge Mid Mountain Tavern and Smokehouse. Taste it. Good Time and Bud's Trip Report. The Mount Hood Cabin. We did our annual cabin trip. Annual cabin trip. Uh, again, Weekend last the, year we went to... Uh, Weekend of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Last year we went to... Uh, last year we went over the Super Well, Super Bowl right was at the end of that. Yeah. But we right. went to Lazy Bear. Yeah. Parkdale. But we went to, uh, yeah, Mount Hood, Mount Hood. Cabin. Uh Harrison and Russ and I had spent the whole day up at the uh, at the mountain. Trying to win a free pass. Trying to win a 50-year pass to the mountain. Yeah. I mean, that's a ridiculous... That's so... That's worth like 30 grand. 50, it's the 50th year anniversary. Dude. What yeah. are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, we were up there, and then you guys... You guys got to the cabin, what, four hours before us? Yeah. Noon. Yeah, we got there at like four. We obviously just went through the record player... They had a record player. Played all the records. Like, like by the time you guys got there, we were, like, running out of records. Yeah. It's like, nice, the guys are here. We can listen to some of these again. They had Elton but John, But then, once you dug deeper, they had a lot of good records. Country Gold. They had some killer records. But we were just drinking and fucking making pizza and shit. Yeah. A lot of fucking pizza. A lot of pizza. Like, a brilliant idea, but a equally bad idea. Yeah. But... Uh, we were just drinking and waiting for you guys to show up, smoking weed, obviously. Yeah. Playing chess. That was a... Listening to records. And then we busted in there, and we were... And so you guys were decently drunk by the time we got there. Uh, well, when you guys... So when we first got there, I got one beer. I drank, like, two beers real slow. And then I, right as I started making a mixed drink, you guys got there. I was just sitting oh, really? on it. And so I was like, oh, well, this is about to kick off. And from there on, I was making stiff mixed drinks. Okay. Because we were pretty, we were, we had, you guys we were, were pretty, pretty drunk. Yeah, you were pretty we've been Well, because we'd been drinking You since. brought the energy up for sure, because right. we were like, waiting, like we were just yeah. sitting there waiting for like ever, like, I know that like, it's about to happen, but like, when the fuck is it going to happen? So finally you guys get there, and we obviously start partying. Yeah. Then there's a bar... I don't even know. I, I don't even remember walking to the bar. I remember walking to the bar. So we like partied at the house just until we decided because this is one of the few times where we've gone somewhere where we, we had like access to go to a bar and it was a badass place. Mom and had access, but it was we had to drive. drive. It was a drive. And so this, this, was, this was a trail through the forest to get to the bar. And it's badass. Right along the river. Right apparently. along the river. Yeah. You don't remember it. At we, all. we only go by it for a little bit, but. Anyways, cool band or cool bar, and they had an awesome band, band, The Strange Tones. We still have their CDs. 
we each got a CD, a different CD. Yeah. Mine, mine was called uh, Crime of Billy. They're like they're like uh, rockabilly music, but it sounds like secret agent music. I think that's basically what their sound is. Crime of Billy. That's badass. That's kind of what I remember. Although, so. We were at the bar. We're all pretty hammered. Fluff got cut off immediately when we walked in there, even though he was way less drunk. Than I was Kevin. the most drunk. Yeah, and I wasn't I, far behind. I don't remember walking there. Like, I honestly, when we were walking that trail, no, nothing was ringing a bell, which kind of scared me because, like, I don't... There was a cliff... When we were coming our way right back? Right to the river. No, when we went there the next day. Oh, yeah. And, like, I was looking at it. Like, this is all very distinct. Like, you should easily remember something out of That's this. That's pretty surprising. And I remembered anyway. nothing. Wow. Except I remember Russ, out of his sack of beers, handed me a beer. Nice. And I drank one drink, thought I was going to puke, and threw it in the woods. Nice. So... Yeah, so we go there. We're all pretty drunk. I Fluff is cut off. Jaeger bombs. Kevin bought seven Jaeger bombs. Waitress was super hot, but a, kind of a bitch. Real bitch. But like, she's the hot. She's super. She's hot. the she, hot local chick. She's the hot so local chick, so she gets bitch. whatever she wants yeah. there. So yeah. I get it. But yeah, the bartender sounded like she wasn't very cool either. Yeah. But uh, you know, <laughs> I I tried to. It doesn't matter. So we got drunk. We like jammed with the band. Not jammed, but we like rocked out with the band. And I ended up talking left. to them, like, at the end, which I only sort of remember. Well, I remember telling the chick lead singer that she had a sweet whammy bar on her telly. That's about it. The Half of our party left. Yeah, half of our party, it was us. just you, it was just me, me, and Devin. me, you, and Devin. The three drunkest and least capable of doing anything. Yeah. Although Devin had walked the trail once. Yeah, I had not. So and we, Kevin blacked out for the whole thing. We left the bar... And just went into the forest. Yeah. Essentially, from what I remember, we left the bar and, and went, went into, into the, the forest. forest. And I fell. We yeah. A thousand times. Yeah. Completely just destroyed just tripping, my 49er jacket. Tripping over trees. Hard, like falling hard. Yeah. We were walk like there were just trails. crashing through the trees, drunk as shit. There were trails, but you couldn't see them. Yeah. So you were our just, phones were dead, so we had no flashlights. You just were walking like. In, into stumps that you would then fall on top of and then into like briars. Yeah. And it was just like... And it was the three of us and then Devin bent down to tie his shoe. And lost his hat. And lost his hat and we decided to just keep going for we some reason. Left. I don't remember much about well, it. Well, Devin was looking for his hat and we just took off. I, Maybe I he had to go th- back? I don't even think we knew what was going on. So we just so left So now me and you are just wandering through the forest walking up to random houses peeking in the window to see if it's our house Never was. Never was. And so we just go, like, we hear this, caca! And so we start yelling. And so, yeah, so we start doing our own sound, of, and it's like, maybe we're near the cabin. Yeah. The and, guys are calling us in. Yeah. This is awesome. And we keep getting close. And we've been out there for a while now. We're soaking wet. Like, we, we are we completely were probably drenched. out there for an hour. Yeah, at least. Hour and a half. We were drenched. It was raining at that time, too. Yeah. And everything was just wet. And we just kept falling. Yeah. So we follow the sound. It's fucking Devin. It's fucking Devin. We find Devin. We find Devin. He still hasn't Devin. found his way home. Yeah. But is still drunk as shit like us. And we run into him before we find our deep. house. He went knee deep into water. I heard he went almost, yeah, knee deep. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, he went, yeah. way to go, Devin. You yeah. fucking idiot. So then we finally just walk around and somehow got to the front of the house. We got to the front of the house. Which and like, we were supposed to come in like the back diagonal. We got there almost immediately after finding Devin. We got there like five minutes after finding Devin. 
I feel like yeah. it was pretty quick. That's I think that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So we finally make it back. We're drunk as shit. We're wet. Drunk as shit. So stomp making a fucking scene when we walk in the door. Yeah. They're like, oh, where the fuck have you guys been? Like, I thought they closed the bar in 15 minutes. Like, yeah, they did. We've been fucking trying to <laughs> yeah. find our way here. And so I don't remember much after that. I think so, I don't remember much because I ended up on the floor using a towel as a blanket for Russ most of the night. Fell asleep at the puzzle. Yeah, that's right. Just like not completed, never completed that fucking yeah. bitch. Man, no wonder I was so fucking cold. I was soaking wet, and I used a towel as my blanket. Yeah. So, anyways, that was the first night. Just ridiculous. We started off. Hot. Oh, we took some Adderall before we went out, which probably helped. Yeah. Then, then, then we woke up. And it was Shroom Day. And Shroom Day. Surprisingly spry. I mean. Not me. I felt. I felt more hungover that morning. I nearly, I like dry heaved for quite a while. I was not in good shape. I felt all right. Like I woke up fuzzy, but ready to do shrooms. I was, I was ill-prepared. And we waited. Some people went and got breakfast and coffee and shit. Yeah. And then we just kind of waited around until we were ready. We did it, what, like noon, noon 30? Fluff weighed them all out, and then it was like, all right, dude, we got to fucking... We all got four grams. Yeah. And we each took about three to three and a half. Probably three and a half. And then I really wanted to save some for microdosing. Yeah. But it never... I feel like I either took too much and tripped or didn't take any... Like, didn't feel anything. I took a little bit... I took like seventy percent of it at initially, and then about an hour and a half, an hour later, when I was like really starting to trip pretty good, then I took the the rest of it. Not the rest; I still had a little bit left over, but most of the rest. Well, I really wanted to try to microdose with it, but it, I never really got a it's, good feel. For I it. will say this categorically: acid's way better yeah. for microdosing. There's yeah. almost no question. Yeah. Because acid, a little more energetic, gives you focus. Yeah. So. Uh, Probably not going to save any more for microdosing. No. Five acid, but though. Whole, yeah. <clears throat> so we start tripping pretty good. Fuck, dude. I was having a ball. We're just in the middle of this green. Everything was beautiful forest. green. Yeah, it was shiny because it had been raining, obviously, the but last night. But it was night. sunny. But it was sunny. It was sunny that day. We got some blue sky. Literally, like, they shined through the hole in the tree right on our back porch. Yeah. We were hanging. It was still cold, but it was sunny. My stomach started to feel better once that once those shrooms really finally kicked in. Yeah, I puked, which I always do on shrooms. Yeah. It's part for the course. Part for the course. But that's when I know, boom, now I'm tripping. Yeah. And I just had a hell of a time after that. Harrison busted out his RC car as he always does. Dude, that was does, so fun. Have it, look, if you're ever going to trip, have, a, have somebody who's good with an RC car because it's really, it's like a good not, distraction. It's, just it's a fun fast to watch. One. An articulating rock yeah, crawler. Yeah, get an articulating rock it's crawler. It's fucking insane how realistic that thing is. It's super cool. So, and you know, when you're on shrooms, you get a little, uh, the, the mood was getting kind of weird. And so, Fluff would do a power pose. Power pose. He'd go, whoop, uh, uh, and then he'd power pose. It's basically just him turning Super Saiyan. He basically, like, yeah, he'd go Super I mean, Saiyan. Yeah, he would just turn into... Super fluff. And uh, that, seriously, like, when you're tripping, it was a good, like, it was a good energy boost. It was a good energy boost. It was like it, fun. It definitely helped the vibes. And then you want, and then we wanted to start a giggle factory. We were going to open a giggle factory. In the but we needed to get so permits. We had to get permits. We had to open up. To call the city, find out if, it, if the area was zoned right. I mean, the deal is the bureaucracy and just the general 
work that has to go into making a Giggle Factory, but like the they're not even talking about the manufacturing of the Giggle. And you're right, the overhead. The overhead's insane with the shipping of the giggles of the giggles yeah you gotta send them to people I know so the point is it's not feasible it's not feasible and that's ultimately what we came to is it's a great idea but how how do you you get it how can you spread the joy of a giggle to somebody yeah unless they're on shroom you can deliver shroom I'll tell you who was not giggling for a while Devin was down Devin was down I forgot about it Devin was sick for the first two hours I literally for like 30 minutes just walked up to the window and check on him and made fun of him yeah Yeah. just shot insults right at him yeah get up pussy and he just face down Steelers fan face down on on a blow up mattress just laying on a hairbed tripping balls and it's like dude you gotta get outside man you gotta get outside man because outside was where it was hit, outside hit, where it was out. And then you just had the passage to inside through the window. Yeah. And hopefully there was a window guy to take your order. Yeah, take your and order. And you could kind of interact with the inside through the window guy. Yeah. But if there was no window guy. Going inside, it was an it was a badass cabin, but it was a little too confining. Inside going always in, going in, for me on. Going inside wouldn't have been that bad at our cabin at Parkdale because it was so huge, it was I think. huge. So it felt almost like you were outside. But yeah, going inside most of the time, if, tripping is meant to be done outside. I mean, pretty much across the board, tripping is made to be done outside. So going inside was kind of rough, and some people spent more time inside than they should have. Yeah. You never want to be inside. Uh, Russ and Fluff had some interesting I don't even times. know what they were doing. They just like started talking about how they didn't remember it. I was like, yeah, I mean, that happens. They had, they had essentially a completely different experience from the rest of us. Yeah. Which we didn't even realize. Fluff was doing all these power poses, but what we didn't know was there was some secret stuff, and I can't reveal what it is, but there was some pretty significant stuff you're not supposed to do when you're on shrooms. Yeah. He was doing, so he had a different trip that we weren't aware of, but his power poses were always a welcome change. And Russ said that there was like water by Devin's mouth. when he was Russ thought like Devin died or something. Yeah, like there was water by his mouth and... Russ thought that was really like dangerous or something. Yeah. He was really uncomfortable about it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I didn't deal with any of that because I just was outside and like walked like just in my own. I don't know. I felt like I was on top of it that trip the whole time. Yeah. And then the come down. I was. What's my stomach ache from? And then when the come down when we were just in the library. That was talking awesome. About talking Mitch about Trubisky Mitch Trubisky. And just all the, Ohio, Mr. Football. Then just all the random jokes we were fucking making. Yeah, we laughed. I always say I've never laughed as hard as that trip, and this was just another one. Like, there wasn't, there was a lot of laughing throughout, but like the real, like serious, like trip laughs came deeper into that trip than usual. Yeah, it was when we finally settled around. I threw on like a just like comfortable shit. Got out of the wet stuff. And we just like settled we in. We just sat around just that table and started bullshitting on Mitch Trubisky and put on some fuck. records and just started fucking bullshitting. Yeah. I was still tripping pretty hard. I remember. Yeah. For a good bit of that. Yeah. It wasn't as visual, but it was like you would just come up and be like, "Oh shit, here we go." Yeah, and like, uh, yeah. Like I don't get how what we did is should be anybody's business but our own. I know. Like why? Like that we should not. If we had gotten pulled over with that much shrooms, we would have like gone to jail and all that shit. But it's like, fuck you. We allegedly. went to a cabin, allegedly, ate some mushrooms, allegedly. Allegedly. And like, nothing, if anyone got hurt, it was us. And I personally feel like I grew. Yeah. I feel more enlightened. Yeah. 
came back and Romans was a little bit different, but that's Romans was a little different. But I would say ultimately, it was a very positive trip for me in terms of like the after effects. Yeah, 100%. I feel I feel very good about. I feel of, very refreshed. I know it's weird. I and it's it's hard to explain because like it's always hard to explain like mushroom and acid shit, but. Um, like I come back like and I this goes for a lot of people when you come back from doing mushrooms or something like that you have just have better control over like your internal compass I feel like, like it I'm gives you a bit of your internal compass back you get like it just I feel like everything is funny like it's way easy to just be funny like you write better material you just are more in tune with everything that's going on around you yeah and you're just it's just a refreshed feeling it's a soul bath man yeah literally like jumping in a creek and taking a bath yeah and Russ and Fluff had the most challenging trips for sure yeah for sure I don't think it was, was a lot of bad though I think once they finally stepped back and looked at it like once it was finally over I don't think it was all bad well I for Russ I think it was pretty bad because he said that's why he had to smoke cigarettes is because it was the only thing that like kept him grounded like when he was smoking it's like alright I'm here smoking a cigarette you know but when he would put it away, it was kind of like he got back into that like what happened mode, which I mean makes sense to me. Yeah. And but my point with this is they had the most challenging trips, which usually yields like the most um, earnest results. Earnest or yeah, best results or yeah. Usually, if a trip is challenging, you're going to learn the most from it, because ultimately that's what people used to use mushrooms for, is like a spiritual journey or what. Because mushrooms really just give you access to your own inner mind that has... Your mind has all the knowledge you need. Yeah. Pretty much. But there's no way to access it pretty much ever. You know, And so mushrooms helps you connect to that. And so when you have a challenging trip, it just takes you deeper into your psyche, which really cleans out some of that, that clutter that you know was probably there. So. Oh, yeah. It's literally like Joe Rogan says, like taking out the junk file on your computer essentially deleting all your old bullshit yeah it's like fuck dude you just feel so much better it's crazy it's crazy how it works so it was a great trip for as far as I know everybody involved I fucking loved it every minute of it I knew I was gonna puke I puked and then I felt great and I just tried to encourage everyone else that felt bad to puke because literally it sucks, but once you puke, I tried to make myself puke and I couldn't. Yeah, but once uh, once you do it, because I mean you're literally eating poison, so like your body rejects it. Now Ian said that Ian never feels bad ever. Ian just always feels great. Well, that's not true. Well, the one time, but I never get sick from. I don't get sick from mushrooms. I got sick from the hangover. Ian was sick from the hangover one time when we did acid. Yeah. When he unfortunately threw it up before it could take effect, which is just a bummer. Yeah. Allegedly. So, anyways, yeah, it was a great trip. There were great records. Uh, that lion painting. The lion painting was badass. The lion painting. It was. was it was strong at caring. Yeah. It was great. God, that was that was like when they say art sometimes speaks to you. I think we all just like felt pretty good about that lion. Probably named Mitch. Probably Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Even though he's a bear. Yeah, but fuck Matt Stafford. No, fuck. That was <laughs> no, it's definitely Stafford. not Matt Stafford. It was more like a... Oh, and we figured out Devin was Joe Flacco. Devin is definitely Joe Flacco. Fluff was Fluff's Mark, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Mr. Buttfumble. Mr. Buttfumble himself. Hey, Buttfumble. Russ is a robe guy. 
the rest of the rope guy. I think he did not like that one. He we did. I think that had a negative. It was. It was too. It seemed aggressive, even though it wasn't. Yeah, it seemed aggressive, even though we didn't mean it that way. Yeah, it like, seemed like we were like pegging him, like that was a bad thing. Yeah, but it was like, just no, like, you no, wear you wear robe. robes. And this, the thing behind robe guy, for those who are curious, it's just like some people are born to wear robes, and yeah. some people don't. Just like some people like, wear I'm gloves not, when they drive. Like I'm not, com- I've never worn a robe. I'm not comfortable in a robe. Russ, when he's hungover, sometimes wears a robe, so he's robe guy. I don't There's feel comfortable in a robe. Bad about it. I asked my parents I to get me a robe for Christmas. I wore it like twice. And that was it. Yeah, it's just not, it, I'm not. It, it, it either works for you or it doesn't. it doesn't. And Russ was a rogue guy. Ian. He was also a railroad Russ. Railroad Russ. Oh, and Dundee Dib. And Dundee Dib the bottleneck. Railroad <laughs> Russ. Uh. So I don't know. Was there anything else? We had great breakfast on the way home. Oh, that was a hell of a joint. Yeah. Good Bloody Marys. I walked in there with an ounce of weed in my pocket. Fuck yeah. Wrapped up in just saran wrap. We all had mushrooms on us. And my jacket was dirty as fuck. Yeah. What are you going to do? What 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 are you going to do? So, uh, Kevin and I are hoping to get another trip pretty soon, allegedly. So. uh, Yeah, I feel like we're... we're, Well, then we took the shrooms, the rest of the shrooms that one day. Then we took them that one night. That was pretty weird, but Ian really was the only one that really felt it. Yeah. I just got pretty, like, body high. Yeah. But, yeah, I could do another trip. So, yeah, Kevin and I are angling to try to do another one pretty soon. So, hopefully we'll have another trip report coming soon. So, Uh, it's time for our inspirational quote of the day. This week's quote brought to you by A.W. Hill. And it occurred to me, standing there in that bleak, cavernous space, that nobody is ever just one thing, villain or hero, Dirtbag or Prince. If the multiverse was about choices and all possible choices were being made, then we might be all those things and everything in between. Every dog has its day dog, but today dog just ain't yours. Every dog has its day dog.